Oh, right. Today is a good day. Because today, I am joined with a good buddy of mine since I've known since fifth grade, Mr. Arvin Mohan. And um, we haven't seen each other in, gosh, what, how long has it been, Arvin? What, we, what, we, was the last time we saw each other in New York? Yeah. Was New it York. actually? This is about a year, exactly. We didn't even see each other over Christmas break. No, you intended, but no, right, it never we were happened. We supposed to play Monopoly over Christmas break. Yeah. Yeah. So when did we go to New York? That we, must have been. That was uh, October, October 19th, 20th. You remember the date? Yeah. I took pictures. I looked through my camera roll. Wait. You see the date of the pictures. How recently then? Like, you knew that right off the spot. I mean, I haven't looked at them in a while, but like the but last that, time. Just that image of like October 19th, like, was just. I've seen it quite a few times, so okay. like, it's stuck so in it's my just head. in there. Okay. That's yeah. crazy that you know the exact date. That's, yeah. It was a fun trip. It was. We need to do that again next time we're up in the north. Because For right sure. now we are, we're both in Houston, by the way, if you're listening. Um, so Arvin actually goes to, to UPenn um, in Philadelphia. Um, as you guys already know, I go to the University of Connecticut. Um, so um, we've actually had a little weekend trip together our first semester of college um, in New York City. Got an Airbnb, hung out for a weekend, ate some really good food, explored the city. Um, was that that wasn't your first time in New York, was it? No, I've been there with my parents before. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it was like your first time, like really delving into it. Were you yeah. like, did you go with your parents like when you were little, or like did you even remember it? No, it wasn't that that long before we went. But I mean, we didn't really kind of uh, hit the highlights, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I mean, just like the, the real touristy areas, but like nothing like we did, kind right. of more intimate. No, that was a super fun trip. Yeah. I still think about it sometimes. Yeah, we need to do that <laughs> Same. again. Um, gosh, the, I, one of the biggest things that I remember from that trip was that breakfast we had. Um, yeah. Phoebe ate more than us. Phoebe made, yeah, she ate more than us. And, like, I was surprised because, like, she ordered all this food. And I was, like, happy that she ordered all this food because I was like, no way this girl's going to eat this food. And I was <laughs> planning on eating her leftovers. Yeah. And then she ate all the food. So I had to order myself more food. Because I was like, dang, she didn't, like, she finished all her food, so I guess I have to order my own food. But, like, that weekend, honestly, I was going into it, I was like, I'm going to spend a good amount of money. Like, New York's expensive, food's mm-hmm. expensive, mm-hmm. living in the north is, is expensive, period, compared to, like, Houston, Texas. And I was like, I need, like, just a self-care weekend right. with, like, my good high school friend. You know, like, I... I'm not gonna like I guess I wasn't gonna like I was willing to spend money like I was like whatever like I'm gonna have fun and then probably like regret it when I see the bill at the end of the weekend but like right now I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna eat all this food and enjoy my time with my friends and I definitely don't regret that yeah yeah it was I mean that was definitely a highlight um for my first year at college like I hadn't um I hadn't seen my my old friends in a while it was really kind of uh, my freshman year I mean like many other people's freshman year was kind of a struggle right trying to find the right um, friends society and like you know getting kind of acclimated but it, it really helped I mean I definitely went out of my comfort zone to take a bus 
and see them in New York because yes. I never really do that sort of yes. thing. I was so surprised when you said <laughs> you were going to do it. I was like, Armin, seriously going to do this? Like, this is crazy. My parents even, like, I didn't tell them until, like, I was on that bus, so they got a shock. Yes, were they mad? <laughs> no, I think they were actually proud of me. Cause... That's so good, though, that they were proud of you and that they weren't mad at you because some parents yeah. would be mad, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's so good that they were, like, supportive of that and, like, you making your own decisions, like, you're an adult, like, you're on your own, like, that's what parents should do rather than, like, there's a, there comes a time when, like, you just gotta let your kids do what they gotta do, you know? You gotta let go. I agree. I agree. I wonder how I will be as a parent, <laughs> same as my own parents. <laughs> but, yeah, I, that's crazy that, yeah, I'm... I don't know, did, were you, like, scared that you were going to mess up on getting there? Uh, I was I was honestly worried for you. I was like, I'm worried <laughs> that Arvin is oh. not going to get to New York somehow and something's going to go wrong and that he's going to be, like, stranded in some city. Yeah, I hadn't, you know, that was my first time really, uh, like, taking the, the local subway system. Did you take a Greyhound? Yeah, the bus I took was Greyhound. You you told me about that. Yeah, that was... because that's what I was using at the time. Yeah, but no, I had like a I had like a note card written out like the night before, like the steps, you know, you know, just so I wouldn't, you know, don't have yeah. in case I don't have pocket money or something I need, I'll, I'll have everything on me so that doesn't happen. So I was, you know, no mishaps, but definitely was a step out of my comfort Isn't zone. Isn't it crazy how like all by yourself? You got from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to New York City, New York. Mm-hmm. Like when you just think, just take a step back and think about that. Like you did that all by yourself. I mean, yeah, but I, I definitely had some guidance. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, for me, that's that's something like I, I would have really, I would have never really foreseen myself doing that. And I, I today, I. Even today, I still think back to the fact that I even did something like that, you know? How does that make you feel? Proud, definitely. <laughs> Proud. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, I don't regret that trip at all because I had I had a great time, you know? A lot of experiences were um, something I look back on even today, you know? Kind of like a sweet, sweet moment of college, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something about college that, like, grows you so much as a person. Like, especially just, like, being on your own, having that much independence. And, like, and as you said, you didn't even tell your parents that you were going mm-hmm. until you were, like, on the bus. And that's, I definitely did that a lot. Like, I would be in a different state, and then, like, my parents would be texting me, and then I'd be like... <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I'm in, like, Washington, D.C., you know? And they'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know? <laughs> but that's, like, you, that's not even imaginable before, like, in high school, you know? That's just, yeah. like, if you just, like, took a plane and just, like, went somewhere, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you in this place or that place, you know? And even now, like, sometimes I get, like, if I'm doing, if I'm up, like, doing homework or something or just, like, standing up because I can't fall asleep and I get like hungry like around 1 or 2 a.m. I would literally just like walk out of the house and like go to Whataburger <laughs> and like get myself food and come back and no. if I did that in high school 
they'd be like, what are you doing? You know, you can't do that. Yeah, you know, besides uh, besides kind of like the personal uh, component of change in, in, in college, I'm, I'm sure all of us, you know, all of us who have been to college, you know, students like us or adults, we all we all know how that feels. Although although it might be kind of different for everyone, we kind of have like the general like ways we've all changed. But another like uh, significant component of college is how your parents change, right? Mm. As you were kind of saying, like before your parents would have, yeah. you know, in high school would have been like, what the hell are you doing? Right. But now they're like, oh, okay. I hope you're having fun. Just be safe. That yeah, sort of deal, right? Safe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel that might've been the same way with my parents. Um, they're, they're generally, they're generally more on the protective side. I would say that I can't, um, at least I feel sort of this aversion to, to travel where I want to, you know, on my own without telling them. Uh-huh. But I mean, I could have, I. Right, really like naturally, you you were just raised to like tell your parents where you're going and like yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And I definitely felt that the first time I like left UConn to go to like Boston or New York City or like Newport, Rhode Island, like I was like, should I tell them that I'm going? Like, mm-hmm. should I text them? Should I like, like I was like, I don't need to. Like, should I tell my <laughs> roommate? I felt like I needed to tell someone that I was going on this trip, where like I didn't really need to, but I was like. I think, but I still did. I would tell my roommate, hey, by the way, I'm going to leave for the weekend to go to Boston. Um, Mm -hmm. Just thought I'd let you know. And he'd be like, uh, okay. (laughs) Okay. What am am I supposed to say to that? You know, like, yeah. But I just had, I was brought up the the same way where, like, I needed to to tell someone what I was doing. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just how I was raised. And, like, Mm -hmm. I've slowly, obviously, gone away from that habit um I definitely yeah. can I just go and do things when I need to go and do things without really telling them and it's still a little weird but it's it's definitely less weird now um but yeah I totally understand that feeling of like I feel like I should tell them but like I don't really have to so like why you know yeah I I think I think all of us are kind of uh if I may generalize here I yeah. think all of us are kind of bred with that sense of like responsibility because i mean at the at the heart of it i think we all kind of want to be safe right or kind of yeah. cared for right so we have that like sort of in- instinct to to tell someone about our whereabouts or our plans or something like that and i guess in college kind of kind of antagonizing with that idea is like you kind of realize no one really gives a crap about you it's true like, even, you know, you think your roommate and you are going to be, like, best buds. That's so true. Or maybe you won't be best buds because you fight a lot or whatever. But if you're the type of person that would think that you and your roommate would be best buds, that really doesn't happen. I think really what happens in that case is, like, you learn how to respect each other. Oh, for sure. And that's kind of, like, the best it gets. Okay, maybe you might have friends in college who, like, you know, kind of care about you. But even they are, like, you know... They, they want to make sure that they're safe, they're, they're on top of their own agenda. So I guess that kind of sort of eases that, that burden of wanting to tell someone where you're at and you kind of think more independently and kind of ingrain the idea in your head that you are now an adult and mm. you have these responsibilities on your shoulders. And that can be scary, but ultimately I think it's pretty exhilarating. Yeah, it's... It's super individualist, individ, individualistic. Yes. <laughs> that was a tough one. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, I mean, you just like you're walking around campus, walking to your classes, to and from class. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, like this is just me out here. Like I'm doing my thing. Yeah. Everyone else around me is doing their thing. They don't really care about what I'm doing. I don't really care about what they're doing. It's yeah. weird because <laughs> like we are like, especially from our background of STE, we were brought up in this like really this community, this yeah for family sure family of of a class, you know, where you know people for 13 years plus, you know, Mm -hmm. you're always, you spend so much time together doing all these different activities such as band and sports and in class together all day long in these like 20 person classes and for for years, you know, and (laughs) there's, there's bound to have like real relationships in that um, forming, but like once you go to college, like I mean, sure, you're going to find friends, but I don't know. Maybe, f- like, real friendships just take longer to to make. But I feel mm. like there's got to be something in that, like, you can make a real friend in, like, a month. You know, there's got to be that somehow. Like, there's no way you can, mm-hmm. like, real friendships, nest. like, it's a necessity for real friendships to have, like, a long period of time to develop. Are you saying in college it's easier to make friends? Or No, I'm saying what I'm saying is that so you're you said that you said earlier that like college is kinda like no one really cares about you. Like it's pretty yeah. much like kind of everything. Individual, mm-hmm. Individualistic mm-hmm. and that everyone's doing their own thing. Compared to like where we went to high school, where like people cared about each other. Like yeah. we were like a community. We were like yeah. pretty much a family. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that that community slash family developed because of just the extensive amount of time we spent together. Yeah, for sure. Which is, you don't get that in college. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying there's got to be a way to still get that community slash family mm. feeling with, like, even with the limited time that you're given, you know? Yeah. Um, you know... I kind of have like a maybe a different way of looking at it like I think in college although you you know the the number of years that you're in college is definitely not like school right like in school you're there for up to 13 years so you maybe maybe know some people for about 13 years but even though college is only say 14 years or sorry four years and um I guess if you have any like pre-professional tracks and you have your friends with you it might go longer but I do think in college you do have more time more individual time to kind of pursue your own path so it's it's very possible to um like you said like forming that kind of like intricate community with those people it's it's very possible to do that I think because you know if you want to catch dinner with someone it's it's a lot a lot simpler right you know both of you are kind of um that's true if you're you know, in different dorms, you still can kind of, like, meet up somewhere. Um, Yeah, I, in my experience, I feel like, I feel like in college, um, although I may not have as many people that I know, I do think that my, my connections are, are pretty strong. Mm. Um, Because I feel like I've, I've been able to spend some, like, quality time, and Mm -hmm. I've been able to find, you know, I've been able to find people that are that are more kind of like me in in high school at least where me and Aaron are from you know we're from kind of a small batch of kids and 
some people are not like the rest like most people are kind of you know um, similar to each other so they might get along but some other people may not be and for me I felt like I like I was kind of friends with like very good friends with only like a few people but in college I feel like I have that kind of discriminatory power so to speak like where, like I, all your friends are like yeah good friends. people that you want like literally gotcha. like kind of want to spend time right. with yeah okay I understand that those are my two cents <laughs> I think I don't know did you feel like you changed I mean obviously everyone changes mm-hmm. in college I think it's hard not to change in college but do you think you I guess became the person you were always or like did you feel like in high school you kind of like try to conform to this like mold and then once you reach college you're like okay that wasn't really me <laughs> time to be really 100% Arvin I wouldn't say like definitely but I would say like I could kind of see that sort of trend in in high school it wasn't because of the social I mean it, it was also like part part of the reason was because of the people there and I mean while I kind of could hold a conversation with you know most of the people there it's not like I was like looking forward to that necessarily or um you know um but in college I feel like um shoot I lost my train of thought um in college I felt like I had more time to um invest with other people in in high school I felt like I was kind of constrained to to you know I, I felt like I felt like the 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 class pressure you know to kind of perform well I think that the academic yeah that was that, that's what I was trying to that was the idea I was trying to get out of my head you're, um, you're too focused on the academic yeah definitely I, I feel like I was I was not very very socially aware in high school I felt like I was kind of um doing things for the grade I was very kind of focused I know a lot of people may not have been that way um so you might be hearing a minority view but I felt like in college you know even though there was that pressure you know to get good grades good GPA whatever Uh good MCAT score if you're going to pre-med there's also more time um for you to kind of really find what you like there's there's so many options in college right there's so many options there's so many clubs you can do um, so many people you can meet so even though it might feel like you are probably like lost for the first few months I, I definitely was yeah for sure I definitely didn't know what the hell was going on <laughs> but slowly I kind of you know I met one person you know I turned out I really liked him and you know he had his own friends I got to meet him so we kind of I kind of got to know more people that way but also I think I could really like kind of pick the clubs that I wanted to be in and mm-hmm. kind of to answer your question I do think I kind of forged my identity stronger in college more personalized more tailored yeah 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 first couple of months of college crazy right yeah can you imagine being a, a college freshman right now and having all your classes online and you being home no no I couldn't no I I, I think I would take a gap year, honestly. <laughs> I'm being serious. Okay. Um, I don't think I would go that far, but I definitely would be, like, underwhelmed. Like, Underwhelmed or overwhelmed? 
underwhelmed in that like I want more from the year. Like I would okay. I would have been like disappointed. Like you know, I wanted um, I wanted sort of even though like we don't really like those challenges that come with freshman year. Like that's like an integral component, and I would have like been missing that if I weren't um, at no, college. I think there are almost maybe more challenges, honestly. Being at home. Being completely online. Mm, okay. I feel like the transition from high school to college was a big transition in yeah. just like academically speaking and yeah. classwork and just how classes work and what you needed to do to be successful academically and just like school-wise. Yeah. And like it was, a, it was an adjustment to like get used to like college classes compared to like how high school worked. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I do agree that online classes do are are unique in their own way, you For know. Sure. It's hard like when, when your professor is like, Oh, we're not gonna have this like supplementary component to the class. Oh yeah, we're not in person, let's just like skip that or you know, or having like the syllabus like modified in some weird way and or even like there's a lot of there's a lot of challenges that are posed to just being at home, right? Like having good Wi Fi, good mm-hmm. personal space to even work. Yes. You know, maintaining like the discipline to get through your classes and study yeah. every night. Um, so for sure, yeah. I From think I would be overwhelmed in the like having all these online classes and all these different professors. I'm getting all these different emails and like telling me what to do, what to do, and like I feel like I would just be overwhelmed because at least in in-person classes, you can like turn to the person next to you and be like, "Yo, what is going on?" <laughs> you know, and then you guys can kind of reason it out. Maybe ask the person to your the other side of you like what is going on <laughs> and, like as a group you can k- kind of figure out what is going on or if even even at the end of the class you can go up to the professor and be like what am i supposed to be doing right now that's so much harder to do if you're in person and at home and especially if you don't know anyone as a freshman mm-hmm. you can't turn to that person to your left or right to be like what is going on can you help me yeah like you have no support system yeah, that that's true, you know. Yeah, being by yourself in your online classes certainly is like... As a freshman, though. As a freshman, yeah, even more so. is very daunting because you don't have that, like, network you've built your first year and you can't, like... Say if your friends, if you're, like, you know, your friends are in the same class as you, you can't really, like, say, like, hey, um, you know, what's going on? Right. But even in class, right, like, with someone sitting next to you, you can't really ask them unless you're using like say the, the zoom chat right, you can't, <laughs> something like that yeah i mean you can message them on zoom but that's so weird you that's know? so weird people yeah. don't do that like <laughs> you would only do that if you're like desperate and if you've gotten to that point of like i literally don't know what the heck to do i'm gonna message this random person on the zoom and hope they answer me and hope they help me out if i reach that point i feel like that's the point where like okay this isn't worth it i'm gonna take a gap year i'm gonna try to find an internship I'm going to try to find a job. I'm going to try to gain some, like, good worldly experiences. Uh-huh. And then once college is really reopened I'm, and I'm able to go back to in-person classes, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to waste my time in my gap year or my yeah, gap semester or whatever that may be. Of course. Like, but I think, for me at least, I would do that because I would be overwhelmed with having college all online as a freshman first semester trying to figure it out all by myself yeah um, and I'm sure there's resources that 
universities put in place like oh like come to the office hours or but as a freshman as a first semester college student like that's hard to do honestly you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's 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 definitely very challenging if you don't really like have people that you can you know rely on in the same classroom however I do think I might be a little different in that usually I don't really talk to the people in the same classroom mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, but I, I'd say during my freshman year that's kind of the way I did make friends because I mean how else are you gonna like yeah how else are you gonna make friends like off of an Instagram you know chat you know you post something in the welcome to class of 2023 group chat Weird. I mean so you know I'm my sure people mean that yeah way. no like ah. I mean Sneha did that that's how she kind of that's good for her that's good for her I didn't do that I but, don't think I, did, I didn't do it um so yeah you know definitely making friends would have been very hard you know I would have probably making felt in general yeah um but I, I probably would have struggled a lot more in my classes if I didn't have had uh, made those friends during those initial classes right you would have struggled more right yeah that's definitely what, that's what that's like a big point that I'm, I'm saying like you don't get that in online classes as a freshman you know you don't you don't get to make those relationships those friendships that will help you with your classes or with just adjusting to college you know mm-hmm. yeah looking back I definitely you know relied on my friends that I made during those initial classes to help me yeah you know with the homeworks or something cause for sure just like my to grades. understand what is going on and what is expected of you what I need to do to be successful but I do, I also do think there is another kind of maybe counterpoint to it, like being at home, sure, the discipline, sure, maybe not having those friends to rely on reliably, but being at home, there are some parts of just being at home by myself that kind of, like I would, I would not have done some things at home if I were not at home for the semester, like. Give me an example. Would you like <laughs> locking in and like grinding for literally like eight hours straight? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not really talking about homework, but like more of the. You know, I, I feel like I have more peace in my day. You know, I'm not like constantly simulated with like. Join this club. Yeah, you like yeah. walk down. You know, in U Penn, there's like this central kind of walkway. Mm-hmm. It's called Locust Walk, and mm-hmm. on that walk, there's so many like student groups that like you know they sit like these you know these desks advertising their their clubs, their student organizations. And it can be very overwhelming, just kind of like being tired after your classes and being like, "Hey, come join my club! Hey, come join my club!" Like, no, I just want to <laughs> like shut my body down and shut my mind down and yeah. like escape the world for an hour. Um, but yeah, at home, I definitely do think I have more of that, more of that, um, that that personal time. Um, and I mean, one of the ways I relax in my own time is playing video games. I mean, I'm, I'm sure most For of you sure. <laughs> do that. <laughs> and um, I guess on my Xbox, right? Like, I, I have I have a good amount of games, and I feel like a lot of them I didn't really give a lot of time. So I feel like being at home, I, I kind of I got to see what what all I had at home. You know, for example, those games or a few books I had on my bookshelf I never really looked at. Yeah. Um, I got to be I got to you know utilize my room more. I got to you know, turn it in, in, into, like, a workout space if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I never did that before. Uh, <laughs> um, I got to help out. It, I mean, although for a lot of people, the, the, the cons outweigh the pros, I do think 
I'm a little more balanced. Um, I do think I had a valuable, I and am having a valuable time being at home. Although, I think in general, you know, I might have leaned more towards wanting to be on campus. I think, I think I may lean towards more off, like really? online, honestly. Okay. I have really been enjoying my time at home, honestly. You know. Elaborate, please. I've been. This is the first time I've ever used a calendar. Okay. I put okay. all my assignments on my calendar for the week, and every time I finish the assignment, I delete it off my calendar, and it <laughs> goes away, and that's a good feeling. Yeah. I can see what I need to do for this week. I can see what I need to do for the next week after that, and I see what's coming up. Yeah. It's definitely made me more productive. I'll be like, all right, like, I want to, like, make my week. I want to have some free time this week, so, like, I want to delete all these assignments. I'm going to do these assignments right now. I can just delete it off my calendar and be like, oh, my calendar looks so free now, you know? On Mondays, my calendar looks so full. <laughs> Come, like, Tuesday night, Wednesday, like, my calendar is pretty empty. Like, that's a good feeling, that's you know? That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. I like that. There's also just, like, being at home, like, yeah, I'll wake up later, I don't know, 9 or 10-ish, probably. You don't I have don't, to worry about your roommate, you know? Yeah, I don't have, oh. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I know. My roommate used to wake me up at like 8 a.m. on Sundays. I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm so tired. Why are, you, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Well, I got a class. Like, oh. Anyway, but yeah, I'd wake, I'd, I'd wake up at like 9 or 10, so kind of late. I don't get moving <laughs> to like 11. <laughs> you know, I got to get a little breakfast, a little yogurt, some granola, you know, and then I get to my desk and like, I literally just like, once I get in the mindset of like, once I'm at my desk, when I once I get into that mindset of like school, I can literally do that from like eleven to like five o'clock straight. Nice. And like, nice. That's a lot of work. That that's is a done. lot. Of like work. that, I don't need to do that much like schoolwork every day. Sure. I really don't. I only probably need to do three or four hours a day of schoolwork. Yeah. But if I'm doing, like, six hours, seven hours of schoolwork, Monday through Friday, I get, like, a week ahead of school, like, two weeks ahead of schedule, you know? That's impressive. And, like, that is satisfying to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy that. Like, with online classes, they will tell you, hey, this is what we're doing pretty much for the whole semester. In-person classes, they do that. But not really. Like, they'll tell you, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan. But, like, they won't really, like, give you these assignments to do. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But with online online classes, you can do assignments way ahead of time. Yeah. You can't really do that with in-person classes. In-person classes, they really, like, okay, for this week, here's all the material for this week, and then we'll, like, talk about next week, next week, you know? With online classes, you'd be like, okay, here's the whole, here's all the material for, like, the whole semester. Like, go at it. Here's your schedule. Stay on track. Manage your time however you want to manage your time. And that, for me, allows me to get ahead, like, way ahead of the schedule. So, honestly, I enjoy that. Like, next, like, I'm good for, like, homework for, like, the next, like, two weeks because, like, I already did it. Because, like, what else am I going to do? Like, there's not, and because there's, like, not much going on, like, I don't have all these, like, clubs and activities to do. Like, in my free time, if I'm, like, bored and, like, I'm just, like, sitting there in my room, like, what should I do right now? And I guess I can just do, like, 
another assignment. Like it's pretty satisfying to take a, an assignment off the list. So I'll do that, you know? So I think honestly, and because I do that, like my weekends are like wide open. I have a lot of free time. Uh-huh. Like as I said, I work from like 11 to six usually. Yeah. So I have that whole like afternoon time just to like chill and relax, you know? So it's yeah. not like I'm doing school like 24 hours a day. Right. You know, I kind of treat it like a eight to five job or whatever. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I really admire that. Um, I kind of think like at the bottom of this is like, at home you have less distract. I don't know. Is it less distractions? You have less like stimuli competing for your attention. For sure. You know, like I, I was, like I was, you know, to bring back my previous point, like you know, all these clubs kind of waver, waving their, uh, their advertisements, their posters right on you, and like, all these things to worry about, you know. Even social activities with your friends sometimes yeah. can even get in the way, right? Or what your roommate wants from you, or like even the walking time. Hey, have you noticed? No, no the walking the time. The walking time I've is. I definitely noticed that. No, walking from class to class and just walking to like the dining hall, walking to all these various places that you just need to go. Yeah. That's a lot of time, you know? Yeah. Transportation. Yeah. That's a lot of time that you just don't really think about. I feel like that's a significant component I feel like to it why. It is a significant component of time. <laughs> I really do. Cannot be understated, huh? No, for sure. Because <laughs> I don't know, I have a class that like that ends at like nine thirty, and then yeah. I have like a class that like starts at like ten thirty. Like that hour, that's a wasted hour. I don't really do anything because like I have to walk. I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah. To, like, wherever my next class is, and like if I go back to my dorm, it's not worth it. I go back to my dorm. That's a ten minute walk. When I'm in my dorm for like half an hour, like half an hour, like. Yeah. I'm not, I can't do anything productive in half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to walk another 10 minutes to my class. So, like, that hour is, like, wasted. You know, that's a wasted hour. And, like, with being at home, like, that hour is not wasted because I'm doing something that hour. Like, that's, yes, I agree with you with, like, transportation mm-hmm. is a significant amount of time that was not used before, which is now being used productive yes um yeah definitely you know you think like like even these 10 minute like breaks between like your previous class to your next class you know how like they give you like a 10 to 15 yeah. like passing period you know you can even just at home like what are you gonna do with that time you can like take a break you can get exactly. a sip of water get some snack walk around the backyard talk to your dog you know you can like you know just kind of detox your mind yeah. for a little bit and it feels a lot better on your mental health you know? i agree i definitely agree with you mm-hmm. there's always just stress like okay so my next class i gotta hurry before i'm not late exactly that is totally gone now <laughs> you know yeah so i i do think there are pros and cons to being at home do um, you okay how, how about this do you think you're getting less out of your education because isn't that the main point of school anyway? That is, I think that's kind of the main point that a lot of colleges and like, you know, administrators are kind of worried about. Me? Do you think you're getting less of an education having online classes compared to in-person classes? I don't really think so. I don't think so either. I don't really think, I mean, sure, like, some stuff is, I mean, actually, like, not even many stuff is abridged. Like, whatever is abridged is, like, the in-person components, right? Sure. Like, yeah. the labs. Like, for my biology lab, right, there's, like, stuff that you would, you know, work with the pipettes right, and right. the... Now they just send you a video of someone doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Sure, like that. Okay, might sure be... that part. Okay, maybe the practical part. Sure, but like the lecture portion. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting the same amount of information. Exactly. You know. And I, I think the majority of classes don't even really have that. Like, and maybe that means, and this scares like, me, lab. but, like, do I even need to go to class then? If, what, like, <laughs> once in-person classes start, because, like, I tested this out the other day. Okay. Tell so, me. So, for my bio class, uh-huh. she, she does these videos, right, these lecture videos, mm-hmm. and then she, like, and obviously it goes along with, like, chapters in textbook. Right. So... She makes these lecture videos. She tells us to read the chapter in the book and then watch the lecture videos. Yep. And that's what you study for the test. So I was like, so I would read the, the textbook and then I would watch the lecture videos and I'd be like, yeah, everything she's saying to me, like this whole video was a waste of time because I already knew this. Like I just read it. Like why am I listening to you telling me the exact same thing in mm-hmm. honestly less detail? <laughs> uh. And then I was like, okay, let me see something. For my next test, I'm not going to watch the lecture videos. I'm just going to, like, read the textbook and really study the textbook. And I did fine on the test. Like, I made it, like, a high A. Wow. So, like... Wow. Because it's the same material. She's just saying it to me again. Like, if you're just saying it to me again, why am I going to waste my time, like, watching it when I could just, like, really read it and, like, even get a better understanding of it? I feel like that's not really... That's that's certainly something, but I feel like that would be the case in in person and um, like virtual classes. I mean, I some people do do prefer just reading the textbook and not really going to the lectures. But in my opinion, I do think like going to the lectures does kind of reinforce what you read. And when you kind of get to like the higher level classes you kind of do need that extra reinforcement because okay. that makes sense maybe it is for the higher level classes and you know you either find that either the textbook is really hard to understand or it's the lecture that's really hard to understand that's for true. me for most of my classes it's been the textbook that's really hard to understand but if i don't understand something in the textbook i'm going to figure it out by other modes of like okay. i'm going to google it be like what the heck is it saying or google <laughs> like a video or something or google like another way of like explaining the same topic yeah for sure I think I'm actually kind of like the opposite way. Like, if they're like, oh, we recommend you to read the textbook before the lecture, uh-huh. I've kind of gotten to the point. I use, like, for my for my Bio 101 class last year, I used to do both. I used to read the textbook and go to the lecture. Right. But now I'm, I'm increasingly, like, not even reading the textbook. I'm just going off of the lecture. See, that would scare me. Because um, I'd be like, am I missing out on anything? Because at least from the textbook? Yeah, from the textbook. Uh-huh. Because at least when you when you read end to end from the chapter, you're like, okay, like I read the entire chapter. I kn- okay, so I got all the information. We're like, whenever you go to a lecture, you're like, you're just hoping the professor doesn't like miss out on anything that was said in the chapter. You know. Yeah, I think with a lot of science classes, though, what they're saying is like, whatever's in lecture is testable on the exam. <laughs> That's true. So, usually, I find that. While reading the textbook is definitely it definitely helps. It definitely like gets you in the the mindset of whatever the lecture is going to be about. It's it's not as uh, it's not as like something you you need to do. Uh, there's not as much of a driving force to read the textbook per se. In my opinion, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think for me, going off of the the lectures has kind of been okay. 
but we'll see we'll see I, I definitely think there was a dichotomy there and like for some classes like reading the textbook takes precedence while for other classes it's yeah but the main idea for now at least in our second year in college you would say you're getting the same amount of education from online classes as in person classes virtually Virtually, so basically okay yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i mean right, right. I, except for i guess the lab practical stuff like yeah the practical stuff that you actually need to do with your hands but like yeah but even like then like the only thing but even then like the takeaway messages from the labs is like whatever they show right. in the videos exactly so you don't even really need to go to the labs right but i guess like if you're you know looking to work in a lab in the future you you might want those hands-on experience. But I would agree that I think I'm pretty sure, I feel like I'm getting the same amount out of Mm -hmm. these classes as I would from in-person classes. Which, if we both think that, then obviously other people think that, and obviously some people don't think that. (laughs) But going off of that, are we going to see a rise of online classes like as a new norm? It's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Financially, and we know colleges and universities in the U.S. are known for being outrageously astronomically expensive. expensive. Yeah. But to answer your question, that's that's actually really interesting. Um, I think right now the kind of general consensus is like we are doing these online classes just for now, and then we no, are going to get that back. That is definitely the consensus. But, but we're learning that. Wait a second. These are, we're getting the same amount from it. Cheaper and more accessible. Yeah. More like easy to, like more like your schedule, like schedule like wise, it's easier because you, it works around your schedule, you know? So like, is this like the new thing that we should think about implementing? I don't think we can get kind of too like, kind of optimistic on this path because there are still a lot of challenges to online classes, right? There's like right. Wi-Fi. That's a big issue for a lot of people. True. So, and personal space and stuff like that. But I do think, I mean, I, I do think you're right. I do think we're kind of getting the same, same uh, educational value, pedagogical value out of both in-person and virtual classes. But right now, I don't think there's kind of that sort of... Um, that that force in that direction just yet we'll see though you know maybe maybe teachers will kind of you know have like an aha moment and be like hey you know i don't have to put on my my clothes my my shirt and tie yeah Yeah. every day don't have to shower (laughs) i don't have to show up at like this exact time i can just make a video and just like let them watch them whenever they want to watch it i don't even have to put on a face cam I can just be totally just naked. Be talking. Yeah. <laughs> like I can just literally be like in my bed. <laughs> in my bed just like speaking into this microphone about like biology. Yeah. How plants are like having alternate generations and mating <laughs> in a weird way. You know? And uh, my wife probably thinks I'm weird because I'm just like at twelve o'clock midnight just I think I think we can kind of to kind of hit at your question a little bit more I do think it also kind of comes down to personality I think a lot of things come down to personality sure I think 
people, there are definitely people out there that need in-person classes compared to online classes. Like some people kind of take a pride in being more disciplined, right? You know, yeah. like that's kind of, you know, the people that wake up at say like 5 a.m., they brush their teeth, they could hit the gym. Do, could never do that. I know people like that. But that, there are some people. No, no, there are definitely that group of people that do that. So I do think there's going to be like a balancing force, like if the say the majority of people are like we prefer virtual classes because we don't have to do much on our part like say i have strong wi-fi mm -hmm. i only live with my wife and yeah. one kid and a dog mm -hmm. i mean there's really nothing else i mean i could just do virtual classes but some people you know they may not feel that way but yeah there's always going to be that group of, like there's yeah. always going to be two sides to like everything what, yeah. what i'm saying like do you think we're going to see an increase in online classes as like a new norm or do you think it's going to go back to the way it was before there's no way we go back to like what like what will we even be able to go back to the way it was before like so many things have changed to the point where like are we even gonna be able to like do what we used to be able to do before yeah i i do think this is kind of it's a little tangential, but kind of what you're talking about. Like, as humans, we are kind of, we are kind of a species that is meant to adapt to our circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of how we evolve, right? Like, we evolved from, you know, say, whatever we were to wh where we are now. You know, our brains were, got bigger. We, our feet turned into feet, and they're not our second pair of hands, right? So we kind of adapted to, you know, our lifestyle, our environment. So I do think there is kind of merit in saying that, hey, maybe like classes in the future will be more online shifted. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything, everything adapts, right? Like, I mean, I don't know if you kind of picked up on this, like a few news articles that were saying like, hey, the COVID might be, might be mutating, might be Evolving. Bro, there's no way it's mutating. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what viruses do. They yeah. mutate. They that's change. Why I, they adapt yeah. to the point where like they can still hurt us even if we create antibodies for them. Exactly. That's they why evolve. like that's antibiotics. That's why like antibiotics, you know, that's why no longer get a remain effective. Flu shot every year. Yeah, and you think like that same quality of like adapting to change is within us as well. So I that's think true. like. That's kind of like why I'm saying like maybe there will be, maybe you're right, maybe there will be more online classes or more educational institutions leaning towards online classes in the future. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I know people, I feel like that's the understatement of the year. It's crazy. But <laughs> it really is. How many times have you heard the word unprecedented? In all times. your emails, Too all your teachers saying that. times yeah i feel like i can't even say it anymore because it's just been said too many times it just kind of goes right over your head at this point it's like yeah it's so normalized <laughs> yeah <laughs> like do do like college essays even have an impact like all you know class of what is it now 2024 Four? yeah they're 2025 because 2024 is now right, in college you know they're all just gonna say like hey i was they don't my stop. Most, I think most colleges aren't even looking at SAT, ACT scores. Really? Yeah, because like, wow, COVID happened at the point where like we were supposed to start testing. Yeah. 
Oh, that's true. And they true. stopped the testing because they didn't want <laughs> people to, like, keep up, obviously. So a lot of colleges, I think the majority of colleges, colleges like, yeah, you don't need your SAT, ACT scores. Just, like, send us your, like, high school transcripts. Do you think... I know we're kind of going a little off topic here, but but do do you think do you think you kind of like this kind of college is not really paying it as much attention to the SAT ACT? Do you kind of like that direction, or would you yeah. prefer them to be more holistic and everything? Well, I would. Whenever you say holistic, I would obviously I want them to like not just the grades, but also like your yeah. other extracurriculars. But yeah, I think there is too much of an emphasis on the SAT and ACT. I agree. And that's that's what I think of when I think of holistic too. I think of looking beyond the SAT, ACT, yes. you know, your your GPA, you right. know, your your essays, your voice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Honestly, like, although there is merit in keeping like a standardized test for everyone in the nation to do and like kind of measure your college aptitude, right? A lot of it's like unpredictable you know you 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 notice that like a common feature to like results is unpredictability because there's no way you can guarantee that like on this day like it's gonna be it's gonna be no not on this day but like in like this day and someday in the future like you're gonna get the same results if you have like everything the same like you're given four hours for the test Mm -hmm. you're in this room right you have this moderator like you can't you can't guarantee that the results are gonna be the same each time. So in that way, I think like an SAT, like that kind of normalizes everyone, isn't as valid because, you know, maybe someone just has a bad day, you know? There's a story about this kid, took the terrible grades in school, terrible grades. He had like C's, mostly C's. I, I think he had like all C's, maybe a couple B's. Okay. Anyway, terrible grades, terrible GPA took the SAT because he just had to. And then he got his SAT score back and it was like a 15 something. It was like nearly a perfect score. And then he's like, whoa, wait a second. I just did that. So senior year, because you take the SAT like usually before your senior year. Yeah. Senior year, his grades immediately like jump, like A's and B's, like he gets like really good grades his senior year mm-hmm. later his senior year the college board comes to him and says hey we actually mixed up your grades with someone else's oh like this that wasn't your actual grade and he was like oh but that that's not the point the point is like he had it in him the whole time mm-hmm and like I think college is a big thing. Like even if you don't have like the best SAT score, the best GPA, or whatever from high school, like if you're like you can buckle down and like brute force it, focus up with determination and still be like you can be successful, you know? Yeah. Even if you don't have the best like pass, if you like have that mindset of like, all right, I'm about to crush this, I'm gonna I'm really gonna focus up now, I'm gonna serious up. Like this is college, this is real life. You can definitely be successful in college. Yeah. And the biggest thing that colleges are looking for, like, okay, which of these students are going to be successful at our university? You know? That's yeah. what they're looking for in, like, the SAT and GPA. Mm-hmm. And you can still be successful without, like, having those, like, high um, grades and whatever SAT or GPA you yeah. have from high school. 
Yeah, and I think that kind of, like, gives more evidence to why, like, you know, an SAT score, your GPA, like, sure, it might measure how much effort and how, like, what opportunities you had to get those scores, right? Like, it doesn't measure what you can do. Yeah. Like, maybe your work ethic improves, right? Mm-hmm. But I do, I do... My work ethic has improved. That's good. I would say that. But I do agree that's kind of, like, what we're limited by to, like normalize a group of kids yeah but there are flaws and i feel like i feel like i'm on the side where i mean i i do have a personal kind of stake i mean obviously college the college application process is over but i do feel like i really struggled with like testing and like Mm -hmm. the process from like going where my first score was to where my original score was very kind of you know a lot of emotional work Mm -hmm. in that (laughs) (laughs) um so I do, I do think I'm kind of more on the side of like, hey, I don't really think this is that important for college, you know. Or maybe it's the maybe it's the admissions officers who need to change. Maybe they need to see that like, hey, this guy got, say, whatever score on the SAT, had a whatever GPA. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're limited by. That's not that's not saying how they're going to do in college. You know, you're not getting the whole picture. Like maybe. Maybe they didn't have as much time to study because they had to help at, help out at home. Like maybe their family was, maybe they were, maybe her, maybe their mom was undergoing a divorce. Maybe, yeah, for sure. Maybe he had to drive his kids, not kids, maybe sorry, his siblings. <laughs> yeah, he maybe had to work. Family, you know, contribute. But the point is, there's like a lot that isn't said with numbers, and sometimes even your essays. Like your essays is kind of the the one that gets the closest to that. Yeah, but even then like you only have a limited amount of words like you can't say everything and so like I just think they should maybe be a little more open minded in how they you know make their their judgment calls that's that's kind of what I would say we say this and we're not putting any other options forward you know we're like yeah yeah this is a problem but I don't know how to fix it yeah you know so (laughs) are we really are we really being productive yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I honestly don't know how to make it better i mean i guess put more of an emphasis on honestly i think there should be more of an emphasis on there i think definitely right now there's more of an emphasis on sat scores and sat scores over gpa Mm -hmm. and i think that gpa should be higher on that scale and i guess i guess essays higher on that scale because at least for a GPA, that's like a three-year period of time. Like, that's not just, like, one test. That's, like, three years of, like, yeah. you know, that's, like, a proven track record almost. Yeah. So, if anything, I think the GPA should be the most important thing over the SAT and ACT score, which I feel like the SAT and ACT score is the most important thing right now, at least. I think that should be switched. I actually think the – I do th- – I think it's actually the the opposite way a little bit. Obviously, I don't really know like the actual kind of breakdown right. of the officers like admission room where they yeah, do the whatever. dirty business. The, the dark room. <laughs> group group of guys just sitting around this table smoking cigars, being like, "All right, like, what are you thinking <laughs> on Jerry here? Like, look at his GPA, tossing the trash. <laughs> GPA under three point five. Uh, not even look at the rest you know i saw this thing where like 
for like big companies whenever you submit your resume for like a job or internship or something uh-huh. like this like search engine like or wherever you submit your mm-hmm. application yeah like it like goes through everyone's application and like searches for like these keywords and if your resume or application just doesn't have like these keywords then like they don't even look at it I think that's kind of evidence that something has to change, right? You can't go on, like, sure, they might have like what thousands of applications. Yeah, these are like huge companies that I'm talking, like Google and like these like major companies that get like so many applicants that I guess they can't go through every okay application. But still, isn't that troubling to know that you could like submit your like resume and stuff, and it may not even be considered just because you didn't write that you have great communication skills and that are able to adapt well to situations you know in that exact wording or something like that yeah what if we could like duke out the system by just like writing exactly what like, word from word like, no no like your essay didn't even have like a coherent like paragraph by paragraph structure it just had like just like phrases. leadership i have leadership yeah. i have communication i have internship experience and then right. just like list a bunch of company names but yeah it's it's certainly like it's certainly troubling. Like I don't know if you've heard of the like the 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 theme, the modern theme. Like a lot of our lives are now being determined by algorithms. You know, like like what you were saying. Like the admissions process is largely by algorithms. Your credit score. Your. I'm not too. I don't remember exactly what I've read, but like even you know assigning like risk factors to like certain areas. Like you know someone commits a crime and then like. It that's makes what insurance companies do. Yeah. That's why insurance, like, if, like your insurance since you're like only nineteen or whatever, mm-hmm. is at a higher rate than your parents. Because like, oh, bro, he's still a teenager. Like, he probably drives fast. He's male too, but he probably drives faster. Like, higher risk of like getting crashes, getting speeding tickets. So we're gonna make his like car insurance like more expensive than like this like forty-five-year-old woman who like is pretty like consistent in her driving record you know yeah and like i think the main question you have to ask is like is this really ethical like sure we're gonna be including like sure maybe like 60 to 70 percent of like people who kind of fall under those characteristics like say male 19 year old whatever i'm not caucasian but if i were you know i would have a separate branch right but like there there's a minority or maybe not even a minority, maybe a majority of people that don't fall under that those those kind of discriminatory terminology and whatever algorithms going on, right? Like, we're not including them, we're maybe even, you know, acting against them in some way. I, I, I agree that there's kind of a there's a trade-off, right, between efficiency and morality, right? Mm-hmm. Like efficiency is like where the algorithms take over, they like look for those keywords. Because time is money, man. That's true, but there is there is like something. Obviously, you don't have enough time to go through every single application if you're like getting like thousands of applicants, you know. So what do you do for a night? Get like a random sample, I guess. Like I do think completely random to the point where like everyone has the exact same chance of like getting picked to be even reviewed there are no there are ways you can kind of kind of uh minimize mitigate the this kind of issue 
like say say for applications you know what you could do is give like a limited window for submitting your application say like say like yeah a few weeks you know that will like maybe that will make everyone like submit everything all at once and like maybe increase the number but most likely it's not going to do that maybe most likely it's going to you know limit the amount they have to read and therefore you know read all of them themselves mm-hmm. right that's one one thing you could do for the admissions uh, that's an example um, but you know kind of going off that there's like many other cert other uh, regulations you could put in right um, I can't think of any at the top of my head but but going off of that example you can see like there are things that we need to think about when we kind of think about morality and like these bigger more important institutions or companies or agencies that are relying on like efficiency and what you said time is money like sure we might not be as productive but like doesn't happiness matter more right like like if everyone feels like they're fairly treated then I feel like we would actually be a better society like a lot of I feel like a lot of CEOs you know they value money they value profits whatever but like after a certain extent like the profits you make are they really gonna make you happy like sure you reach 100 million subscribers on YouTube like PewDiePie (laughs) right like does he really care that much like it might be like wow I'm actually here but then after like five minutes of thinking about that he's like I'm just gonna go back to my whatever whatever life I have right so I do think I do think we need to um, focus more less on efficiency and more on morality um, looks like what we're talking about with like universities and mm-hmm. these big companies they're getting like this outrageous amount of applicants and like only like maybe even like some, like there's some universities that literally have like what like five percent acceptance rate yeah and they're going through these thousands of applications and like obviously like I don't know do you think they go through every single one of these applications no way right? no way you get like what 50,000 applicants and you go through 50,000 is that even possible <laughs> you have like a, a stat you know I'm not totally sure maybe they do I don't know I think they might they might also you know have those algorithms in place like hey they don't have this and this and I think they do I think they kind of I mean I'm sure they're not supposed to divulge it to the public they probably like look at your SAT they'd be like oh it's less than 1400 no we're not admitting you GPA is below three no we're just tossing it in the trash like sure like that's kind of unethical like maybe they do have like a brilliant story to tell but they have lives I know they have their own personal lives like might have wife and children yeah you know they have things to tend to what I'm saying is like yeah you're talking about we should prioritize happiness and like morality I guess over efficiency but like that's not really practical whenever we try to apply it to like some real world um, problems such as like having an outrageous number of applicants and not even considering some of them just because of time constraints and how much effort that would take I, I yeah I think our current mindset is maybe okay you said that yeah we should prioritize happiness 
over like efficiency over efficiency how does that apply to why did you say that whenever we were talking about like not even considering some people like do you what would you what do you want to see happen do you want to see that every single application is seen yeah ideally ideally right but also like practically is that even possible is it even worth it I do think maybe there are some less, like there are some ethical measures we could even put into play to make sure they don't even read as many applications. Like what I said, like maybe make the window for submitting your application a little yeah. narrower so less are in, so and then they don't have to read as much. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I can't think of many others at the top of my head, it's but hard. like. It's hard, yeah. Again, like, we're saying all these things, like putting out pretty much it's no. interesting to discuss though yeah yeah that's it why is. we're having podcasts it is interesting to discuss maybe since we discuss it someone else can figure it out for us <laughs> we're like the philosophers here we're like <laughs> here's, here's the problem you guys can like think about it for like the next 50 years. hopefully in 50 years time you can like come up with a solution we'll inform our lawmakers you know <laughs> get them to do the the, the senate the Congress, you know. Yeah, <laughs> these are like a thing that. But I do think, like, going into the future, these are things that have to be, like, really considered, you know? Like, I feel like we're kind of putting off a lot of things. I feel like we do that as humans. You're like, dang, this is really tough. I'm just going to take a break from it. And you just <laughs> never come back around to it. That's when you got to have the discipline to, you know, and once you've had your six hour break, guess, get back I guess at that's it. like what makes some of the like most successful people successful because they're like like this is tough but i'm gonna buckle down and make a freaking computer you know like steve jobs you know like bill gates i'm gonna make this even though like i've like messed up so many times and this is so hard and like no one else can even like come close and like i'm gonna be the first to do it though and like that just takes so much like determination and just like passion, honestly. Yeah. Kind of on that note, I kind of want to ask you a question. Go for it. Do you, what do you think is more important? Do you think a good work ethic is more important or do you think intelligence is more important? Work to ethic. Work ethic. Sure. Like I'm talking about like to get those like higher level positions like CEO. Yeah, I think work ethic. Work ethic. I think you can get, I don't know, I think work ethic, because you can, like, be, like, super smart and have, like, bad work ethic and, like, get nothing done. I feel like there comes a point where, like, even if you're, like, technically not that intelligent, you can kind of, like, brute force it to where, like, you can get past that, like, quote-unquote hindrance of you being not as intelligent as others like you can kind of overcome that by your work ethic some people i don't know i don't want to you know name any names of these ceos but i've heard like some of them though they intentionally hire lazy people because mm -hmm. they know they're, they're gonna like they're very intelligent exactly they're gonna like figure out a solution to do this like i don't know man I don't think it's as simple mm. as that because, like, lazy people are not exactly always right. smart. Right, obviously not. 
that like oh everyone, like if you're lazy you're probably smart but from the people that I've talked to in the business world I've mm-hmm. talked to a couple of people um, like in the business world and mm-hmm. I've asked them like so and they're usually like managers over people yeah um, they're usually like managing a team okay um, and like hey like what do you like look for whenever you're hiring someone what do you look for in your, like your team like what makes someone in your team like successful yeah and they always say work ethic really really yeah that has been a common like I've talked to okay maybe I've only talked to two people <laughs> okay. they both said work ethic no I, I mean even those two people saying work ethic probably carries over to like the majority of CEOs or managers you know who's, who say that I don't know what do you think um, I I'm leaning more towards work ethic, but I feel like in the in the past I I was like totally work Maybe ethic. Maybe if you're intelligent, you don't need a strong work ethic. I know, obviously because that's it just comes easier to you. I know that's kind of like the reason why we're kind of having the discussion here. Like, if you're intelligent, you don't really need to work as hard. But like taking some courses, like I don't know if you've take taken a physics class. You no, you have. You have. It's your, 11th grade physics class but right, like but, yeah. in that class you know you did need like physics the type of like class where you do need like some sort of natural like intelligence because you yeah. it's 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 problem solving mm-hmm. so a good work ethic alone isn't gonna that's true so there are i feel like there are kind of some scenarios where intelligence is favored over yeah work ethic that's a tough question honestly so yeah that's why i would say like the question isn't so like black and white there are yeah. situations where, you know, although I would like society to be favoring work ethic, and I think it does. But I think I, it does. Do you think you can develop your problem-solving skills through work ethic, through a strong work ethic? Or is that just intuitive? If you equate problem-solving to intelligence, you know, I think... When I think about, like, intelligence and, like, what makes intelligence, by no means am I, like, a psychologist or a neuroscientist. I want to be a neurologist when I, in the future, that's future aspirations, but that's a different discussion. I would say that it's about asking the right questions. I think you can definitely learn how to ask the right questions. You know, when I, when I find that, like, I do well on something, when, like, I have say a physics test or you remember those math chapel tests yes traumatizing right sucked at those <laughs> probably because i'm not intelligent see what i'm saying is that like i think intelligence like part of it at least is made up of asking the right questions so if you like approach the problem right so i think i think a good work ethic could potentially account for some intelligence like if you learn to ask the right questions you can maybe get a lot more problems solved. You know, if you're a physicist and you're trying to like figure out what sort of gases do I need in my rocket to make it propel up and right. like counteract the force of gravity and like mm-hmm. reach terminal, I don't know, whatever their, whatever scientific terms they, they throw around there. But that's kind of an interesting thought, I hope, that like it's about asking the right questions. And at least in my opinion, I know other people probably have other takes on this issue but I do think 
all in all, I do think the majority do favor, and I do think society favors hard work over intelligence. I think at least our society favors hard work over intelligence. I, I think because we have that, like, we built America. Yeah. Like, from nothing. We won World War II. We are pioneers. We did this. Manifest destiny. With our bare hands. Yeah. We did this. Exactly. Brute force. All we, work. Sweat. Tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. America. Exactly. That's why <laughs> society values but that's, but are you saying that's just America's work ethic? Because you're know. like I don't know. I've never. I don't. I don't. I've never really like lived in another country. I don't know what they value. Yeah, that's interesting. Do other societies value? I don't know. I There's maybe no you would to. know. I you mean, can't know. I mean, I'm sure you could know if you lived somewhere. Uh, for yeah, a while. yeah, you can know. Yeah, but I'm saying we can't know because like we've never really lived anywhere else besides America. Right. That's kind of an interesting thought to keep. You know, like. But I, I still, I I might be very biased because, I mean, America does make up a significant portion of the world in terms of, like, wealth and, like, influence. Oh, incredible <laughs> influence over the world. Yeah. I do think that's reassuring, right? Like, kind of going back to, you know, if you didn't have a hot sort of first few years of high school, you know? You know, if you're bogged down by family issues, you couldn't get those grades. But if you, like dedicate your time you know have more discipline you can oh my gosh there's a mosquito in here i'm getting bit <laughs> you're getting bit yes oh god why is there a mosquito inside oh what in your ow wait like in your leggings no like it's a, it's flying around i'm not getting bit at all they're and biting I have... my ankles how, look! Look how much of my leg is exposed. I'm not know, getting I'm bitten at all. I'm wearing pants, and you're wearing shorts, and it's not biting. I think there's only one. I saw it. Are you sure it's a mosquito or something? I swear, else? I saw it. I'm sure it was a mosquito. I saw it fly away. I think there's only one of them though, and I think it's only biting me. Huh? What were we talking about? <laughs> I, I was just gonna mention like. You know, if you didn't have a hot start in high school, you know, if you have a good work ethic, you can really go far in life, I think. And that's yeah, it's comforting. That's what I'm saying. No, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely people that are like, haven't finished school and that they're, they're doing fine. Yeah. They're doing just fine. They have a job and a family. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we, we put so much emphasis on school nowadays. That's true. That's true. If you don't go to school, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Do you think so? You don't think that's valid anymore? You think like it was never really valid. But do you think like times are changing and like now you need a degree to like be valuable to society? And it's definitely gotten to that. It's definitely gotten to the point where like you, it is required to have like a four-year degree to even be considered for certain jobs. Which before, like fifty years ago, like you didn't need a degree to like go to most jobs but that's the new norm which is crazy because I think also like access to education access to education is increasing though so it's probably like yeah. because more people are getting education and they need to like separate the wheat from the chaff so to speak I guess do you want to like adjust your posture like move somewhere temporarily I wanna, 
I want to adjust my posture. Do you want me to sit over there? You no, no, switch? no. I want to adjust my posture to where, like, my my legs aren't exposed to this mosquito. I'm That's good a good now. idea. I changed to crisscross applesauce. You want to so take off like, your jacket and, like, cover your legs? Maybe, but then that would expose my arms. That's a good point. Um... I'm just gonna I'm gonna say crisscross applesauce so like I can I can see my appendages. You can take a second chair and like sit on that, you know, make it more comfortable for your legs. Maybe. I can just put my feet up on the table. Yeah, that's a more relaxed and look. And then if the mosquito tries to bite my leg, I see it right in front of me, I can just smack it. Dead. We'll be like I'm pretty sure there's only one. I'm pretty sure it's one <laughs> mosquito. And it bit me like four times. I'm like, why am I so itchy? I looked down and there was a mosquito biting me. It's asking for its own death. It's a female mosquito, right? It's yeah. like only the females yeah, bite, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Only the female mosquitoes bite you. The females always get you, right? The females are the the, females. the, mo the more troublesome ones in life. Troublesome, right? Right? Always causing something. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that in today's like climate. You know, you it cancel culture is real. You can't say. There's lots of things that you can't say. That yeah, you, you can't that say you a lot of things. Say before. Yeah. Isn't that scary? You say one wrong thing, boom, you're done. Cancelled, deleted, report, blocked. Lose all your friends. Lose your job. Homeless. Dead in a ditch in like a week. <laughs> okay, not that drastic. Not that drastic. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think that's kind of, do you see this like as a legitimate like concern going forward? Do you think like more people are going to be more like judgmental? Yes. People are like more in this way now than before. Do you think this has to, do you think this is an issue with like political ideology, like liberal versus conservative, like liberals kind of like. I don't know, honestly. I've always kind of... I don't know why people are... Sorry, go ahead. Why? I feel like it's so easy to offend people nowadays, where before we'd be like, oh, whatever. But now, if you get offended, if you offend someone, you are, like, bad. You are a bad person if you offend anyone. I feel like before, if you offended someone, that didn't really mean you were a bad person. You know why? I think it's because of social media everything's accessible you know someone like decides to like post on social media this guy's such a jerk he said this to my mom and then like everybody sees it boom you're dead it spreads like wildfire social media, media social me media in general i think that's a major factor yeah and is like, that bad is that a bad thing is that a bad thing now we're going back to philosophy let's let's, let's deliberate deliberate this aaron no this guy's a jerk we're gonna ruin him is it is he is it good that we're ruining this man for being a jerk? Some people are just jerks. That's just life. Live with it. But how would you know that? Maybe that was a one-time thing. Maybe yeah. Maybe he was just having a bad day. Yeah. Being a jerk for like yeah. thirty seconds because he was like tired, and like he was having like his mom die or something. And then some yeah. It's so like he just snapped. It's like grossly taken out of context and right. like people you label just you. People by like you. Someone says this long speech. You take once like fragment from a sentence and like he sounds like a terrible person that's not okay that definitely puts a lot more social pressure on things you know 
<laughs> no, there is for sure. Do not feel. I feel it, especially at college. Yeah. There is more social pressure. Like, you can't. I definitely feel like I. I feel like I actively think like okay like. What can I say? And what can't I say? I think for me though, because like we've lived in this this time period right we've lived in like the 2000s the 2010s so i feel like i'm kind of more used to that or maybe i'm just less social so i don't talk to as many people so i'm not really thinking about this but i do agree it's something you really need to think about like i'm definitely like when i'm when i'm like even like with my friends i'm like should i like what's the best way to like get myself out of this sticky situation like what is the the sentence i have to say or like what is what do you mean, sticky situation? You're like hanging out with your friends, you're not really feeling it, you wanna go home, like what do I say to them? Exactly, yeah, something like that, or um, if they judge you for something you did in class and be like, you're you're weird, man. And you're like, no, Bro. hey, no, I was feeling this way as, at this time, you know? Bro, I ain't fan for you then. That's true, that's also true, but like. Isn't that weird? But there's this fear that they could, like, spread that, you know? They could, like, gossip or... Yeah. That you're weird. That, yeah, that I'm weird. Yeah, you're weird. This kid's so weird. But let's tell all our friends that Arvin is weird because he, um... <laughs> has glasses. Yeah. That's weird. That's Why weird. Why does he have contacts? What a weird. 50 years behind everyone else. What do you know? It's an old school saying Arvin's weird because... We are not admitting people to this university with glasses. <laughs> it's not going to get that one bad. Kid is yeah. But, like, that could happen, maybe. No, yeah. And then those aren't nice friends. But it's, like, more than friendship. It's, like, a problem with society. Yeah. A lot of people are being very judgmental. Yeah. You know what's funny? The irony is that, like, people Why want not? to be accepted. Yeah, people are, like, ratting that's, each other out. You know, like... That's the root of it. Because we are... Because we have this notion of we have to accept everyone, if you show the slightest bit that you don't accept someone, then you're done for. You're socially dead. <laughs> murder. Social murder. That should be a term later. Maybe that will develop into a term. Like, he was socially murdered when he said that he <laughs> didn't like that yeah. person because that person was wearing glasses. Can you imagine, like, in 2050, like, people just throwing around that phrase? I can't even imagine. I don't even want to imagine it, honestly. But yeah, so the root of us being judgmental comes from wanting us to be wanting included. Us to be inclusive. Accepting. That's weird, huh? Such so ironic. I feel like. Yeah, shouldn't you be accepting of that person, however they feel, however they act? Yeah, that's also that's that's kind of a point that we're inevitably going to discuss. I like, Arvin for wearing glasses. Yeah, like you know, people discussing like the LGBT community, right? Like they all want to be accepted, and that's fine. But yeah. like, but like, why does it? Why does it like? Why is it drawn to, like, such, like, concrete characteristics? Like, that's kind of forcing your beliefs on others. Like, why can't... That's not... 
inclusive if you're forcing your beliefs on someone else yeah that's like that's not inclusive that's not accepting of his own beliefs you know that's true that's true it's bad it's gotten bad bro i feel like we're coming to a dilemma here like we are at the dilemma by one coming to it we're already here but our job is like we're exposing it to like whoever's listening right like i feel like they got it this is such a big part of that is true. society. That is true. Like cancel culture. It's scary. We need to chill, as a, as like, citizens, as like, Americans. Yeah. We need to be nicer to each other. Yeah. We need to be more accepting of how people are in certain. We just times. need to be more friendly. Like, why are we so? Why do we get offended so easily? Like, why why are we taking everything so personally? Like, okay, someone says something, let's say someone does say something offensive to you, like, that person, like, that, like, offended me, actually, like, okay, like, why can't you just, like, leave it alone and just, like, walk away from it? Like, why do you have to make a big deal about it? Why, because, like, you're afraid it's going to be unchecked, or what? Like, what, like, why are we going out of our ways to, like, cause a big ruckus and, like, cause a conflict? Why don't we just, like not even cause a conflict in the first place like we have that ability to just walk away from something rather than causing an issue causing an argument causing a conflict i think nowadays we're so inundated by things to do still add the mosquito (laughs) i think i think nowadays we're just so inundated by like you know stimuli like everything's at like on your phone everything's on your phone youtube's on your phone all these videos social media but also terrible yeah go on it's awesome but also terrible right like you said you know that doesn't allow for like long term kind of relationships and friendships like people are just like oh this guy said this thing I'm not gonna be friends with him like I have a lot of other people I could focus on it's like although I don't have any experience with this it's like perfect dating it's like online dating right like you just see a lot of profiles and you see like oh this guy's does this in his free time that's not I don't like that you just like swipe left yeah. You know? Why do we expect people to be perfect when we're not perfect? That is true. Such a high standard. And when you don't meet that standard, that unattainable standard, you get in trouble. I think we need to be more... It's weird because we say we need to be more accepting of everyone, but that's exactly what got us to this problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. We're kind I don't of going know back what on I'm each- saying anymore I I'm just 19 what am I what do I know (laughs) what do I know about what to do with these issues what am I supposed to do got a lot of her life ahead of us Aaron wonder how much things are gonna change for the better or the worse right bro I have no idea are you optimistic about your future life or are you pessimistic do you think are you like, this is a great nation. We're going to do well in the future. We're going to continue to be like first world country. Or are you like, I'm already seeing like hints of racism, like non-inclusivity, um, and things are just going to go down. Climate change, re- irreversible climate change, like stuff like that. What do you, where are you, what do you think? Do you, are you optimistic or are you pessimistic? All those things that you listed? Yeah. How do those things affect your daily life right now? They don't really affect my they daily don't, life. don't, right? 
yeah. that's kind of the same mindset I'm going to like alright like all these things are happening around me and in my society but my day to day isn't really affected by them but how long can you go on saying that I don't know once it does affect you then you're going to be like when does how it many people how someone many... tell me when does that affect me when do I need to start actually worrying about these things rather than just like thinking about them every now and then I feel like That's we so need bad, to do right? it as as soon as possible. That's so bad. I read this article. Yeah. Um, it was written by like an eighteen year old. It was really well written. She was really? just basically saying, "My generation is so bad because we are not politically involved at all, and we don't know what the heck is going on in politics. So like, our politics are just going to be terrible because my generation is not paying attention at all and not contributing, which is so true. Like." Our generation, I don't know what the heck's going on in politics. I know, like, whatever the media tells me, but who knows if that's true, you know? It's yeah. so biased. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on. I'm not politically involved. <laughs> the majority of our generation is not politically involved. And so many things in government and society rely on what is going on, like, who is in power in the politics, you know? Yeah. And if we aren't politically involved, then we don't really have power over like how our society is going you know so like we're, we're messing up already you know by not being politically involved which is like so hard when it doesn't affect your day-to-day because you're so worried about whatever's going on in your day-to-day life like school and whatnot working out whatever's going on going to your sibling soccer game you're not worried about some governor being elected or some senator being elected i think we need to try though i think we need to we need to try too but i'm just saying it's so hard but we can still try to do that we can like you know maybe write down some things we're concerned (laughs) about maybe you know practice gratitude the thing is when we do try we try by listening to media you know why we go to media no because it's just an easy like basically a summarized version of what's going on right yeah basically a summary Give me the big points. Tell me what's going on. Short and fast. I have 10 minutes before I have to go hang out with my friends. Tell me what's going on in the world right now in 10 minutes. They give us a summary. Obviously, it's not the whole picture. Obviously, it's probably biased in some way. So, like, we're getting this biased information just because we're lazy. We want a summarized version of what's actually going on in the world. So then we're, like, kind of being misled without us even knowing we're being misled. It's tough. I'm gonna run away to an island, (laughs) live my own life, in a peaceful, I'm gonna fish, I'm gonna enjoy the beach, get some sun rays, maybe learn how to surf and just live my life. I think you need to be a little more balanced. (laughs) That's my philosophy. I'm just kidding. But yeah, isn't it hard? It's so hard. And And then especially like, we, we come up with something that is so hard. We're like, ah, it's so hard. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to go do something else. I don't have to think about it. It's like that song, Car Radio by 21 Pilots. <laughs> Stressed out? No. Oh, a car radio. Car radio. It's a different song. Sorry. Yeah. It was like, the car radio goes out, so then you're actually forced to think about, like, real things. Like, yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to think about all these real things. Because I just want to turn on my music and tune it out and be numb and not have to deal with all these things that I have to deal with 
you gonna vote? Yeah. You gotta, right? Yeah. You have to vote, right? It's yeah, bad if you don't vote, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially with all everything that's going on, Snapchat is saying that, Instagram <laughs> is saying that, Facebook vote, is saying right? <laughs> Yeah. That's your view on it. I have my own view. You I'm think not it sure. Should be this hard. Well, I feel like it's so overcomplicated. Why are we? As you said, we should be prioritizing happiness, right? Happiness over efficiency and whatnot. Yeah. Hap- did you say happiness and morality? They go hand in hand. I mean, if Good. if you're yeah. more moral, you're probably happier. I think they do go hand in hand. Anyway, yeah, we should be prioritizing prioritizing that stuff over like pretty much everything else. Which we're, are we doing right now? I don't know. I'd say it's like 30 70. <laughs> 30% ethicality, 70% efficiency. Like, given like where we're in a capitalist. Society isn't really moral. It is. I mean, obviously it is. We can see that. But like, if you think about capitalism, you know, they're looking just to make the highest profit and yeah sure that they're they're, they're guidelines good. right you can't work but it works right you say works in what way does it work i feel like it like <laughs> what, what else do you do what communism Socialism? no we can we can have a healthier balance we can okay. we can have a capitalist society which i i think is a good society I know, I'm just restating that. I'm just saying. Oh, you're saying a more balanced capitalist society? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Sure. But we are selfish, we're greedy. And that's it's like human nature. And doesn't work. Exactly. So flawed are they? That ensured our survival. So selfish and egocentric. And that is why we have so many issues. If we try to little more selfless a little more friendly a little more nicer I think a lot of issues would go away it's all about me it's really not it's not about me it's really not all about me it's about us right but I guess you gotta look out for yourself too yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, like, I don't know. Are you politically involved? I've become a little more. I I only what do look you do at to become what it, to for you to say that. Yeah, I'm a little. I read the news involved. more often. Read the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I have Apple News, so I just a bunch of <laughs> bunch of stuff. I used to do that. I deleted um, like it was like the beginning of my like um. I think I told you this actually. It was like first semester um of college. I deleted like Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, so instead of going on Instagram, I spent that time just like going on like yeah the Apple News app, just like looking at stuff, reading articles here and there. So boring. So boring. Which is reading news? Yeah. Oh. Do you like it? I'm so bored by it. 
I normally don't really read most of the articles. I just look at the titles that pop up as notifications. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, interesting. See, we want this summarized <laughs> version of yeah, everything. That is true. I, that's totally evidence to that. That's how, that's how we've adapted to live, though, because everything's that's true. so accessible. We've only got limited time for everything, even homework. You know, we've got our dogs to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? As I said, that's, that's why we were, that's why there's such a big thing over, like, efficiency over morality and happiness. It's time, bro. Time is the biggest thing. But it doesn't have to be that way. But it is. But we can all kind of, if if society won't change in that way, you can change in that way to some degree. You still have to fit in, but to some degree, you can be more mindful with your life. You know, take some time out for yourself. You can meditate. You can practice gratitude. You can do a myriad of things to make you stay more sane. You know, because it's easy to get caught up in, oh, I need to be working. It's not. It's ten o'clock right now. I have to be at my job. I have to be cranking out those numbers whatever but how much does it really matter Aaron like you go to your job say I don't know business analyst or whatever sales analyst whatever your title is it doesn't matter when you're dead we don't need to go that extreme but because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I don't think anything matters it depends on what your views after sure. death are sure you know um, but even in your life like do you would do you think you would value a lot of money after some point say after all your basic needs are met you have some money for vacations your family mm -hmm. upgrades would yeah. you really value your money i mean i i definitely value like my family time over my money if that's what you're trying to say would i value my money if like all my necessities are already taken care of probably not because like i already have what i need yeah, exactly. So we don't have to, we don't have to be constantly focusing on efficiency to get more money. We can instead be a little more appreciative of the we're time just, right now. We're just so greedy. We're, we're so, so greedy. Gone. But we can change that. Like we can do not not collectively. That'll take a long time. But like ourselves. Yeah, we can change that in ourselves. Yeah, it comes with a sense of discipline, a sense of open mindedness. Discipline. We don't have. Okay, are you throwing around the term we to mean me and our you? Our generation. Our generation. All right. Our generation is probably the least disciplined generation to be alive. That is, I agree with that. Do you have TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. Obviously. TikTok. TikTok's amazing, bro. Do you have TikTok? Nope. I'm not TikTok. You should get TikTok. No, I'm not getting TikTok. Bro, you should get TikTok. I'm not getting TikTok. Bro, do you like memes? I know you like, you like, I know you had iFunny at one time. You like iFunny? Yeah. It's, I don't. I it's don't. better iPhone. It's better memes. I know I've seen my sister use it, but I, I just feel like I could be doing other things with my time, you know. Sure, no, for sure you can be tooting. You can be doing a lot of better things with your time. That's a good point. Maybe I should no. <laughs> I, I always think yeah, I should delete TikTok, but I never do. You deleted Instagram for some time. I did. It was like three months. I was proud of myself. That's good. That's but a long I time. Got it again. You're never doing it again? No, but then I got it again. Oh. Maybe I should do it again. Nah, wow. It's so hard. 
so bad. There's, have you seen the Netflix um, thing called The Social Dilemma? Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah, I watched it. I haven't seen it yet. I've been told so many times that it's so good. I didn't think it was that like that popular of a movie. I just like opened Netflix one day no, and I saw big. like it's trending. Big. Yeah, it's trending. I've had multiple people tell me it's like awesome. Yeah, it's very informative. Like you think the people in the movie, I thought at first they were like actors, but no, they're real people. You can like look up their names and they're real people. What is it about? But I feel like I've... It's about... um, It's kind of like what we've talk, been talking about. Like, the algorithms and, like, these companies trying to maximize uh, efficiency over, like... You know, the over, like, you know, happiness, yeah, morality, yeah, yeah, yeah. time, you know, sure. moment to moment. Uh-huh. It's kind of about that. It's kind of talking about how, like, toxic these big companies have... And, and social media companies have uh, been getting. And, like how there's so much more to more to life than that and how you know it impacts a, a, a teen's development you know mental development in some way and they don't really deserve to be felt they don't really deserve to have those feelings at, mm, in that way young age. yeah those insecurities and stuff right mm, yeah it talks you about that you don't let your kid have a thumb what you don't let your kid have a thumb i will i'm not gonna be mr ramsey or <laughs> anyone who like doesn't do that. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let my kid have a phone. I don't. What age? That's a good question. I haven't thought about that. Maybe. I I'll I'll let them have like a no. I was like gonna say. IPod. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but then like that also has Instagram. That also right, has yeah, like yeah, apps. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah, you just same. can't have a phone call. Yeah. Which is like <laughs> the purpose of a phone. But you can have FaceTime audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing almost, except. For non-Apple users, it's not. Um, non-Apple users. <laughs> Tag someone green. Red flag. Can't be friends. Don't say that. <laughs> Cancel yeah. culture. Most of my friends at Penn don't have iPhones. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a Mac. I, have I don't have a Mac. Oh, yeah. You can yeah, get it right here. <laughs> They're so expensive. Yeah. They look nice, though. Sleek? Chic. I have not heard of that. I've never heard of chic. It's like kind of bougie. Posh. Is that a TikTok word? No. <laughs> it's like, a, I think it's a fashion word, actually. I've heard on... It's uh, French. It's French, okay. I've heard a similar word. I'm not sure. Sleek? I don't know. Chic, sleek. No, chic. no. Maybe I, it's pronounced chic. On fleek, that's what it was. On fleek, that's oh, different. Bro, that's like a slur. No, not a slur. It's like a. I don't even know what this thing is called. Like they're not. Slang. slang. I, think, I think that I don't. I think it's, it's just slang. slang. Yeah, it's probably slang. On fleek. It's looking nice. Looking on fleek. Looking on point. Looking sharp. But it was intended to be so good to mm-hmm. connect people. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. It just shows it you how... It has connected people. Yeah, it has. But it just shows you like how there's always a second side to everything. There is. Even to more than that. Too. Everyone has a yeah, second side. Yeah, of course, side. obviously, to people. Maybe third side, fourth side. Maybe. Maybe even 
six or seven times. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, uh, it's so hard to, like, truly know someone. There's always that side of them that you won't know. Like me. I don't know. Yeah, you have a bad side to you, Urban. Real good. <laughs> I don't know your bad side. I honestly don't. You haven't seen my bad side before? I haven't seen your bad side before. But I know you have one because I know everyone has one. That's true. But I don't know what your bad side is. I feel like you've seen it, maybe. Maybe, like, moments, but I don't really truly know what your bad side is. Probably a good thing that I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're suggesting. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what your bad side is. I really don't. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it, it's it depends for everyone, obviously, and like what it can does? be a different severities, the bad side, oh. so to speak. Yeah, sure. But it it's, it's always there, yeah. which is something I didn't really realize. You didn't like realize? later in life, I think. I always assume like, oh yeah, everyone's like, everyone has something. Everyone's pretty good. Everyone's pretty good. Everyone's pretty good. Okay. Everyone's like pretty like I'm actually here. No, because everyone has their bad. What did you think of yourself? Did you think you had a bad side? I knew I had a bad side. Actually, I don't think I knew I had a bad side until, like, later on in life. You know? I feel like I didn't see it until, like, later on in life. Once I saw it, like, ew, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So did you change it, or did you learn to live with it? I mean, I can't get rid of it, totally, because, like, how we are but yeah I definitely I, I can feel it when it's about to come up and I'm like no we're not going to do that right now <laughs> you're not going to come out right now no what are you thinking I'm just I'm reflecting on what you said about the bad side the bad side you're a very reflective me? Very, tr- you contemplate things a lot of things. We, we, I've talked about this before with like with Adam and Aileen. Um, there's just some people that are just so like everything is surface level where they don't really think too hardly about things and they just like live life. Yeah. And then there's some people that like reflect and contemplate and meditate on like things that are going on in their lives and they think about whatever is happening and there's some people that just don't yeah and you're definitely one of those people that are like very contemplative very reflective think pretty deeply and analyze your life and what's going on I don't know do you feel very self aware of oh, how yeah. you work or just how, how I worked like how oh like how I operate up, yeah how you operate oh I thought you meant like how I do my homework. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you operate as no, an yeah. individual. Yeah, I'm, I feel very self-aware. I do think, though, I, I think in high school, and I think in high school I was very, I had a very strong sense of self. Mm-hmm. Now I've learned to, to stop thinking as deeply. I still do. I, I still, I think, you know, you need a sense of critical thinking but also a sense of superficiality to be happy. 
you can't go on with life just being superficial because your problems are going to stay there. Mm, yeah. But if you're too pensive, then you're not really going to enjoy the life that you have. Yeah. Like the surface moments. So I've learned to curb it, but I'm, I don't know if that's a compliment that you've offered or an it's insult. A Maybe it's a compliment. For sure it's a compliment. It's just you're a senior, right? Junior. Yeah. Is she like applying right now? No, we applied during. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that was like. No. Summer oh, wait, and like right. first semester. You're right. Never mind. Boy. You're right. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. You're right. It feels like forever ago. Mm. Have you been in touch with STD people? couple a, gr- a handful yeah have you that's okay there's i know people i know people who've just like totally gone off and done their thing and like don't have any contact with STD people that's fine honestly i i feel think? yeah i feel like i only had like like i don't know you i had like you as a really good friend and then i had like charlie but besides that like i could talk to a lot of people like you know. Like, you could talk to them, but, like, you weren't, like, really great friends with them. But, like, you could talk to them because, like... Yeah, it like took... Like, you're friends, but, like, not, like, good, good friends. Yeah, it, like, okay. yeah, took... Yeah. It took too much effort sometimes to talk mm-hmm. to them, or, like, I felt like there was some friction between us or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like with, you know, with you, you know, we had good, we had good like, Spanish times and stuff, you know, moments Spanish. before then. <laughs> uh, Spanish was so fun. And, like, ugh, so funny, yet so hard at times. Like, academically, like, hard at times, just because, like, we were bad at it, but, like, class was so fun. So funny. We didn't have a single test. We had had one singular test the entire senior year of Spanish class. I'm pretty sure she just dropped that test because we did so bad on it. Did we only have one, one test? Remember, we only had one exam, one test. I don't remember. I don't remember. See, you don't even remember it because you probably, she probably <laughs> didn't even count it. Do you remember any tests or quizzes in that class? I remember we had, like, quizzes over, like, the verb forms. Remember that? We had, like... Maybe it was only one quiz we had that. Maybe it was, like, one. It was, like, one. I remember we only had, like, one... Like, we had a quiz on the format of the exam. What was the point of that? We had an exam for what the exam was going to be like. But it was so much fun, bro. It was a lot of fun. I, we would like sit purposely behind the computer cart. <laughs> <laughs> and then after, we would like go to Chick-fil-A, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was so fun. I know you talk to other people sometimes, but like when I talked to you in that class, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no. That was, yeah, we would hide behind like, <laughs> be on the like, computer car so, like, she couldn't see us. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it was covering us. Yeah. <laughs> that was worth it. You know, I was going to take a physics uh, E&M. I've, I know you've heard really bad things yeah, about that course. Right. But I switched out to take AP Spanish. Good, man. I don't regret it at all. You I don't, shouldn't. I probably would have been, like, depressed if I took E&M. <laughs> it's such a hard class I've That's heard. That's the thing you said like prioritize your like happiness man yeah see like think about like 
Think about like the times you've been really efficient. Yeah. Do you feel happy about them? Not as much as I feel happy about uh, the other things. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't even think happy. I think satisfaction is the right word. Yeah. For those times where I feel efficient, like I feel satisfied. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm happy, but it makes me feel satisfied. That's like a type of like happiness, but not like real happiness, I guess. But happiness feels better than satisfaction. Yeah. You agree? For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So have you been happy lately? <laughs> have I been happy? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Um, actually, let me, let me or just like tense. That's kind of an interesting question because, in general, I feel like I'm happier with my life. But like, if you talk about a specific like week, like last week, uh, sure, I didn't have as much work, so I was I felt more liberated. But I had like other emotional things going on, so. Yeah. But in general, I think I'm happy with my life. From high school, definitely. That's good. It's definitely different. So do you ever like leave the house or not on your own? On my own. Yeah, just like nowadays, like do you do you just stay at home? Like there's not much to do, honestly. So. No, not really. My, I feel like my parents. Um, it can at times, um, but usually I, I don't know. Like, what would I do outside anyway? Hang out with me. But you're usually doing your own thing. That's true. But I offered to run. I offered to be running partners That's with true. you. Yeah. That's okay though. I probably I'm so out of shape. I don't think I can do it anyway. Have you been? Do you feel? How about this? Do you feel socially fulfilled? Meaning, like, I don't need any more like changes in my social life than what I have right now. Yeah. I think I I do feel like good. I'm. That's good though, because. I, generally, like generally, not yeah. totally, generally, I think. Like I a month ago. I don't. I was. I don't think. I was socially fulfilled. Why is that? Just because, like, I just... Did you miss people? Yeah, I miss, like, having a, a community of people. Like, I miss, like, hanging out with people. The reason I... We're both, like... I don't know. I consider myself an introverted person. So I really... Yeah. I don't really need that much interaction to feel like I'm... I mean, also, I have a girlfriend I talk to, so that's some interaction. That's you know, a lot of that is a lot of interaction already. <laughs> least, it should be a lot of interaction. Yeah. If it's yeah. not, that may be an issue, but whatever. It might be different for other couples, yeah. but but in general, you know, in general, I have a lot of interaction. Of interaction. <laughs> but the thing is, the friends that I have at Penn, um, we're all kind of we're all kind of quiet. <laughs> so we have this like little group chat. And most of us, we don't even talk. We're like, it's like once a month or twice a month. It's like so bad. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but I don't really like need more than that. You know, I don't. That's good. Everyone's different. Yeah. That's why I, that's, that's why I say I am. Yeah. I feel I don't need much. That's good. Yeah. Well, well, if you ever, you know, I'm just at home, so. Yeah, we'll have to meet up sometime or something, figure something out. Like this was a good opportunity maybe we can do another one of these another day but it was definitely good to like reconnect with you and see you and talk to you yeah it's been a while 
It has. I I appreciate the people that like go out of their own way to make sure their friends like check in on their friends. Yeah. A lot of good friends. Those are you do that, right? Um yeah, like one of my friends at Ben also does that, I guess with all his friends. I'm one of his friends, so he's like text me or whatever. But I'm like trying to do that more. Like I try to Yeah, you should totally do that. But their texting games are uh (laughs) 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 Your your game is really good. I'm like I text you and like within two minutes, you're you've Bro, replied. Bro, I'm just I always have my phone around me, like it's always like near me. Okay. And there's no reason not to respond to you immediately. Like what? If I, like why am I gonna wait to respond to you? Like if I can respond to you, like why? Why am I gonna wait? You know, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, I don't know. But my phone is usually like always around me, so I'm really quick at responding. For other people, it's like they also have their phones around them, but they're like, okay, I see it. I'll do it later, and then. I don't really like that. Like, yeah, I see it, but it's not really important right now, so I'll deal with it later. That's what they do. Yeah. But like, I mean. But for me, like, I feel excited when my friends text. Like, I'm like, I'm. It's like a good kind of insertion into your life. Be like, wow, oh, someone wants something, or like someone is thinking about me, like. I want to get back to that person. Yeah. Whereas with an email, I'm like, yeah, I see it. I'll, I'll get back in two or three days. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's that's how I feel. I don't know if you feel that way or you're just like, I see it. Might as well just get over with it. Um, for some emails, I mean, if it's an email that does require a response, obviously I'm going to respond to it as soon as I see it. There's some emails that I've decided to see. What about with texting? I like, oh, I love seeing texts. I love it. Is it just like a rush of dopamine, dopamine in your head? Like, well, someone's fucking responding, text me. That's why it's so sad when I go throughout the entire day and no one texts me. No one cares about old Aaron. It's okay, Aaron. No one cares. That's not true. And then I'll get a text from my mother being, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you hear your notification go off. It's either that. It's either that your cell your cell phone service provider, yeah, or like some security alert from uh, Ben. Like, yeah. use caution. Thirty fourth and Chestnut <laughs> Street. There was an attempted robbery. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh yeah, that's like, really that's the text I get. Or like some. And then there's a follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a follow up message. Oh, all clear. <laughs> God damn. God, I wanted that to be like so fucking. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's fine. That's why I try to make all of them different note, uh, different <laughs> ringtones, so uh, I know yeah, yeah. like. If it's some, if it's like a WhatsApp message, a uh, Instagram or right, I, I message. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this again. You are welcome. As you said earlier, you're more of an introvert, and I would agree with that statement. So that's why I was pleasantly surprised when you did agree to do this episode with me. Well, I thought of this. I know you don't want to extend this much no, further. No, no, go for it. Yeah, we don't have a. I mean, I thought of this more of as like it's a it's a chance to get out of my comfort zone. It's a, like th- I also like besides being anxious for this like a little bit. I wasn't too bad, but like I also was kind of excited. Like I was like, hey, I've never really done a podcast episode. That's so. good. That's a no. That's the reason. That's one of the reasons why I do my podcast though, because like one, I enjoy doing it. Two, 
people who like I have on the show uh-huh. also enjoy doing it. Win-win for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm glad you find some purpose. People like talking about themselves. People like talking about what they do. Yeah. That's what I do. I enjoy hearing what they like to do. I think more people need someone to listen to them. I agree. I think a lot of people are going through things that they don't have a listening ear for. I 100% agree. Even myself. Like, even with the... Sometimes, like, it's just, like, an intermoment thing. Like, I'll tell her, like, something on my mind, right? But, like, you know, something in class. It's there are like, a lot of lonely people out there. Yeah. That just need someone just to talk to. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. It's sad. That's kind of what has happened, though, with technology. Like, we... Even though we have become, in a sense, more interconnected... It's also kind of, in a way, made us more individual. isolated. Isolated, yeah, for sure. Because it's all like screens and less personal interaction. Do you ever have like long conversations on text, or is it just like a? Do you feel like you're hurt out enough on, with by your friends? Um. Is it some friends or? Yeah. Some friends. Okay. But I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say it's not through text. Like if it's if I'm trying to actually be heard out, I'm gonna Facetime them or call them. That's good. Because like text can only do so much. Yeah. So much effort. If I'm trying to say a whole, if I'm if I'm trying to explain the, all my feelings and like taking like five minutes to write this whole paragraph and I could just say it in like thirty seconds. That's just maybe that's probably being lazy. But yeah, I'll call them or something. But yeah, that's good. But I agree, especially with college. There's a lot of people in college that are just lonely. They need someone to talk to because it's hard for them to make friends. Do you feel like a lot of people in college are lonely? Yeah. I mean, I, do. I thought in college, like I was part of the minority. Like I didn't. I had only a few friends, and like I thought most people had like. No, I think that's the majority, honestly. The majority of people don't have. Yeah, I think that the... How we view college as a society makes it seem like every, like it's, everyone has all these friends and like college is such like an awesome place with like people aren't lonely and everyone's friends with everyone else, but I don't think that's true. I think there are a lot of people that are lonely in college and that someone just to talk to and be their friends and we've just kind of lost that ability to make friends and have those personal interactions due to technology that's part of the reason I like being an introvert your friendships although not many are very deep you know my friends like with you for example or with some of my other people in college I've met you know I don't have like over like 15 or whatever amount but like, I feel like the conversations I have with my friends are very kind of revealing and wholesome and like we get to have a more intimate conversation and I, I appreciate that a lot. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was like, I thought about this too. Um, like think about all those like scientists 
and researchers. Yeah. They publish all of their like work in these articles and publish papers and research articles, scientific articles, these scientific journals. Yeah. She actually reads all that. She reads all that. All their work. I'm okay. There are people that read right, some of that. Maybe not all, but... There's so much work out there, and, and like... Are you saying they themselves are pretty lonely? No, I'm saying, like, I feel like it must kind of suck if you, like, did all the scientific research on this, like, certain thing, you published a paper, and you don't really, like, get that much feedback from it. I don't know, though. Yeah, that must suck. I think a lot of it's more about, like, the name. Like, oh, I published it in this journal. Oh, add that to my resume. Like, maybe they are looking for genuine feedback. And a good amount of them are. Maybe the majority are. But some of them are just like, I can publish it in this journal. Like, that's a win for me, <laughs> as long as I, I guess, have that. yeah. I guess that's true. Do you think those types of people are lonely? Or do you think they're? just going about their jobs that's a good question I don't know I feel like people who work in labs are gotta be lonely though cause in a lab like you're just doing your own thing yeah you're not really interacting with a lot of people yeah. maybe maybe like your colleagues like from time colleagues, to time yeah. you're just doing your own thing yeah doing your research whereas if you're a doctor like you're interacting with other people yeah for sure you know for sure or a surgeon yeah but if you're like yeah, yeah. patients yeah but like if you're like in a lab Yeah. They kind of figure out how it works and what it does and how it cure cancer. Must be pretty lonely. Right? <laughs> Gotta be. No offense to anyone who's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing an amazing job. It's just We love you. We just want to make sure we you're not to have you on the show. We just don't want you to feel neglected is all. We want you to know that reach out to us. We can talk to you. Exactly. We would love to talk to you. Tell us about your research. That's exactly. why. That's why. That's one of the reasons why. Um, I talk to like researchers and professors really? about like their research. So like, because they are very passionate about their research. Yeah. They enjoy talking about their research. For sure. Yeah. So I'm like, tell me about your research, and they light up. They love it. They love it when someone asks them about their research. That's cool. Do you feel like not enough people ask them? I feel like not enough people ask them. Think about it. They're so pat. It's like having like something you something you really care about and like no one caring about it. You know, like yeah. Do you feel like in your mind when you're like doing something you really like, you're explaining it to someone? When you're. Mm, what do you mean? What is something you like really like enjoy doing? Like. I really like to play basketball. I was gonna say that. <laughs> Do you pretend you're like narrating it in your head to someone or having like an audience in your head or there there were there are definitely times where yeah i could see that because like many times where, like i imagine myself like in the nba just like <laughs> hitting the game winning shot see like you like for me when i'm you know playing video games like racing and i'm like having a good time i'm pretending to like explain it to my girlfriend for example or like mm -hmm. a friend who's sitting nearby like this is what I'm doing in my game like you want someone to hear you out yeah because you care 
I got it. Yeah. Kind of going back to the other topic, like we all want to feel important. We all yeah, want to feel do. hurt. We want right? to feel hurt. Part of human nature. We are, as humans, like social. For sure. Go ahead. No, that's what I, that's exactly. <gasps> oh, what okay. Exactly. What like, wow. <laughs> like we yeah. need to be social. That's why there's so many problems that arise when like you have these these people and these kids locked up in isolation. Like, when this. Which is like in like. In like a just abusive like interactions where like oh. I don't know like there was this kid who was just like abused and like was just like basically like locked in a room like the first like five years of her life oh my god and then it just caused like eventually like she was like rescued obviously but it caused like so many mm-hmm. cognitive issues oh, yeah. and just like language issues and all of these issues arose and like her mental less than her like physical age and just yeah. like you need that social interaction just to like that's so sad develop as human beings even being an introvert's not an excuse that's true, but <laughs> you like still like need to talk to people you need some yeah. interaction you yeah. know that's why everyone was like oh like quarantine sucks like having such a hard time like getting depressed like you have like a lot of things stirring in your brain right now that's just a look i have (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i have a little of a different thought process you know i I know a lot of people were like quarantine sucks and everything because they were wanting to talk to people i don't know i was i was kind of fine i was fine for a few months yeah (laughs) i mean i was getting my social social interaction so through text text is good FaceTimes you in there. Yeah. Video games are pretty satisfying, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I Can't talk to my, I talk to my book characters every once in a while. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wait, have you ever talked to yourself? Oh yeah. Like out loud. I haven't done that out loud. Not not. Not like not, not, not like full on conversation out loud, but like, like if you're like just like. I don't do that. I don't know. For okay, for one example, I, I, w- I was watching this lecture video, and it was it was an economics class. Yeah. Um, and it was like talking about some kind of supply and demand curve, some kind of curve. Yeah. Anyway, the curve looked like a Nike swoosh, and then he was like, he was explaining how this curve was working, blah 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 blah, what it was explaining, what the model was talking about. I paused the video of this like graph. Yo, that looks like a Nike swoosh. Like, look at that. It looks like exactly like a Nike swoosh. That's like so cool. That's so insane. And like, I just said that out loud just to myself. <laughs> I've had times like that. Okay. When my professor goes way too fast in a lecture, I pause and I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, Dude, what are you doing? Slow down. Do you allow cursing on your yeah. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
just for future reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, stop, slow down. I can only type so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you find with like recorded lectures, you have to pause so often? Sometimes. Or sometimes. Okay. Honestly, not often. Sometimes, yeah. Not a lot though, honestly. Do you ever put it to like double speed? I cannot afford that at all. I do someone at half speed. You do someone at half speed? I do one and a half speed. Oh, one and a half speed. For okay. most of my lectures. My bio lectures though, she already talks kind of fast, so I just leave that normal speed. That's when I dialed back the speed, yeah. <laughs> 0.75. You know, we are able to um, understand like spoken language much faster, like much more than we are able to speak. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can. So uh, like we're we're totally capable of comprehending everything at like one and a half speed or double speed, even though that's like not a normal tempo. Like we're 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 technically able to like comprehend everything normally. Mm, sure. I'm just letting. Yeah, that's that's not like a drawback. No. Yeah, I see that. I I see how that's right, but I also see how it's not really right. Like we're able to understand a lot easier than we're able. For sure, yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna, there's always like a little inner dialogue going on almost. I like it, it's kind of fun. It's good. Mixes it up a little bit. Do you ever walk around in circles in your room and be like, okay, so what I'm gonna do for my presentation, I'm gonna, not even for that. Sometimes be like, all right, like today, we're gonna do this, this, and this. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, 11 a.m., 10.59, boom, <laughs> open the textbook. <laughs> Down as I, it's time to focus up, grind. I get in that mindset. That's incredible. You gotta give yourself a little pep talk. You gotta, you gotta give yourself a little pep talk. I'm a little more cynical when it comes to things like that. Like what? I'm, I'm usually not the person to be like all positive. Like, hey, you got this. Look at your previous oh, results. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna fail this class if I don't do this. I'm more like. This could go this way. This could go this way. Just focus on like how you feel. It'll be oh, all right. No, 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 no. You have to have clear goals so you can reach them. That's how my girlfriend talks. She's like, if you don't, you've got to envision goals, yourself as yeah. successful to be if successful. If you don't have like clear goals of what you want to attain, then you're never gonna like reach your full potential. So you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, well, I could do this and this today. Mm-hmm. Rather, if you just say, okay, I'm going to do this and this day, like, you're kind of like, you kind of set yourself up for failure almost. Because, like, even if you don't, so let's say you have two things to do. You'd be like, all right, I have to do this. I could do this and this today. And then you only get to around doing one. You're like, okay, I did that one thing today. Okay, that's okay, that's fine. But if you say to yourself at the beginning of the day, I have to do one and two today, and then you only get through one, and you're like, crap, I didn't get through two. Oh, you know what? I'm going to stay up and finish off two because I said I was going to do two. Boom. That's how I work, at least. That's good. I got to have, like, clear-cut goals so I can achieve them. If I have, if I leave myself any gray area, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take advantage of that because I'm lazy. No. I have to be like, I'm going to do this and this today. And I do it. If I say, I, I'm going to do this and maybe this, then I'm not going to get to that. I'm just going to do the thing that I said I was going to do. Right. I don't want to set myself up for failure. 
Everyone's different, though. I'm not totally like that. That I that works for a lot of people. I thought if you're successful, do what you do. Do you, broski? I accept it. <laughs> Am I successful in life? That's fine. You're successful. You always find a way. Thank you, man. That's another thing. You always find a way. Like, you look at your week on Monday, you're like, crap, I don't know how the heck I'm going to do this. Like, my week is so full. I have, like, three exams, so much homework. I don't know how the heck I'm going to do this. Come Friday, you're still there. You're still breathing. You did it. You're always going to get through it somehow. And you know on Monday, like, on Monday, you know, like, no matter what, Friday night comes, like, you know that you have, you, you would have done all of those things that you needed to do. That's good. Keep the momentum going. You gotta keep that momentum. Momentum is mass times velocity. So you gotta keep it going. You gotta keep that mass times velocity going. You don't let up. You gotta conserve your momentum. That's why I do, even though I don't have to do any work over the weekends, I still do like one assignment on sun, like Saturday and one assignment on Sunday, even though I don't have to. Because if I just take a break, I'm gonna like let my foot off the gas and just like, it's so hard to get back into that rhythm. Yeah. To like, get back in that momentum. Yeah. That's why I just I keep it going. I just keep it going so I don't have to like readjust myself. Conservation of momentum equals M one V one time equals to M two V two. You're so smart, Arvin. <laughs> Something I remember. You know that? That's why you go to Yukon. You're just so smart and intelligent. That's very debatable, Aaron. <laughs> I, I have a lot of feelings about You're so well-rounded. You're such an awesome person. I think I'm more well-rounded. I think you could say that. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate people like you, Aaron. Feeds the ego, right? It's like, I know, right? <gasps> yeah, I said that just so you would say that to me. <laughs> Boom. I got whipped. I didn't even care. I don't. I don't even truly believe you're awesome. I just said it so you would say that I'm good too. It's okay. I insulated myself for times like that. <sighs> this is good. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. I need really? to do it. Yeah. Mm. I need to get back in. I've just been so busy. Oh, I'm sorry. But really not. It's because I make myself think I'm busy. It's so bad. Like, I really am. I, I just make myself feel like I'm busy, but I'm really not that busy. Mm. Like, I can make time if I need to. But I'm glad. I, I really do love doing podcasts. I need to get back into it. I used to do them weekly. I need to get back into that rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad that's something that's given you purpose. It has. It's a nice hobby. It's definitely a hobby I picked up. You can put that on your club application. What are your hobbies? I run podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about putting it on my resume, but I don't know how to, honestly. I don't know if it would mean anything or not. Probably not. Um, Probably not. 
if it comes up, it comes up in an interview or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I very unique experience for me. Is it? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. Is unique ever used in a bad way? It uh, can be. Yeah. Right. But no, no, this was overall a good experience. Do you think you gained anything from it? Mm-hmm. I, I think about my sort of internal mental climate while I'm having this with you, like how I feel, how like my concentration is and stuff like that. I don't know if you do that. Do you think about that like in the, like that's like an undercurrent when you're speaking, like you're saying something and then like not all the time. It's like right. sometimes, like you're thinking, "Am I very focused right now?" Um, that's. Why. I don't think I think that. You don't think that. I don't think that happens to me. But you know what does happen to me? What? Whenever I drink water, I actively. I swear, it's so weird. I kind of don't like it. At first, I liked it. I don't like it anymore though because it happens all the time. Whenever I drink water, I think about my blood cells and like the water, like the H two O, and like osmosis happening. And like how all like the like the, the concentration gradient of water <laughs> is like going into my cells because like there's a like lower concentration of water in my cells than oh. in my blood. That's interesting. Very I interesting. Know. <laughs> Every time I drink water, it's like yes, my cells need water through osmosis and diffusion. <laughs> Too much biology for you. I know, right? But bio is so cool. I really enjoy it really cool that's good I really enjoy it it's so cool how things work it's so crazy how it works because it's so intricate it's so complex and yet it all works and if just like a small piece of it didn't work life wouldn't be in existence it's like crazy the covalent bonds between H2O molecules if we didn't have those life would literally be so different that's right, we would be drinking oxygen liquid and hydrogen liquid. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what life would look like if covalent, like the strong H2O covalent bonds didn't exist today. Because that is such a big part of biology. Think about that. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. How literally, like, how complex a cell is. And we have, I don't trillion, even know, trillion, trillion? Ten trillion. Ten trillion. It blows my mind. That's good. Use that and make it your major. It was my major, and I changed it. You're doing uh, sports medicine, right? I want to. Sports medicine. That's the goal. Okay. No marine biology for you? I used to, as a kid, want to be a marine biologist. I feel like every kid wants to be a marine biologist. Nah, not me. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's animals on that, all that creepy you know stuff in the sea. Animals are so cool. I like some animals, not all. What did you want to be as a kid? I wanted to be like a, a person who drove vehicles. I had really no, like, <laughs> <laughs> no desire until Uber. recently. <laughs> Uber, like a race car driver or something. Oh, okay, race car driver. That's cool. I was fascinated with motion. Motion? That was when I was very little. When I grew older, I really had no, no idea, I guess. I guess I kind of liked math. Then I didn't. Then I then math just got too hard. So no. <laughs> that sucks, man. I'm not a fan. 
Some people like math and not biology. True. Some people do like math and not biology. There's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people that like biology that don't like math. I think I'm one of those people. Do you like physics? Haven't had physics yet. Eleventh grade? Like semester. Eleventh grade? Eleventh grade physics, bro. That's fake physics. <laughs> don't say that. Physics, I don't know if I like it or not. It seems interesting. I think I definitely like physics. But I don't know if I like Chemistry? Chemistry is you like biology though. Chemistry is more math based. It is. It's more like theory and like understanding. Like it's like the conceptual. It's conceptual. like what it's like what it's like how biology works. Honestly, mm-hmm. chemistry. We should take chemistry first, honestly, and then biology. But physics is how chemistry works. Is it? Oh, so then we should take physics then chemistry. Physics is like the purest but science. More like, it starts with the atom. Yeah, but the atom, like the forces that hold the atom together can be explained with physics. Oh. Inter- have you heard of particle physics? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, Joe's all about that. Joe, what I'm hearing is we should do physics first. Yes. Then chemistry. No, but before physics, you need to do math. Like the top level math. Yeah, we need to do math, calculus. Like statistics isn't real math. Like sure. it's math. It's different. It's different. Then we can do physics. Then we can do chemistry. Then we can do bio, and then maybe something else after that. Then the humanities. Then the <laughs> <laughs> sociology. He's well-rounded. Here. Religious studies. And the humanities, the liberal arts, Latin, the social sciences. Yeah. over an hour. Give me a guess. An hour and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half, bro. Do you need to go? We're about to wrap it up anyway. I don't need to go. But well, we're going to wrap it up anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't think I had that much patience. What do you mean? No, 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 that's not a bad thing. No, 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 no. What do you mean, though? No, usually I just think of myself as, like, not really that patient of a person. Patience and like being able to sit somewhere for an extended period of time, like really? with like a I stimulus. Again, it's just a look I have there. Okay. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you get hold? That's what I get a lot. Whenever I do a podcast with someone, they ask like usually how long it lasts, and I tell them, and they'll be like, "I don't know if I can talk that long." And I'll be like, "Bro, you'd be surprised how long you can talk." <laughs> Yeah, because what we crave is, like, someone to listen to us, right? Yeah. Like, podcast is kind of like that. An interview is more formal. It is. It's different. It's not a conversation. It's an interview. That's question and answer. Yeah. This is, like... We're essentially having a conversation, but it's a yeah. little formalized. Yeah. So I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go somewhere after, or do you have to, like, just for Starbucks or something? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, I, it's it's totally I have, up to I you. Have, yeah. I was thinking we would do that. Like, I, I thought this would be, like, an hour, and, like, we would hang out, like. Uh, sure, yeah, we can sure do that. But I since it's been, like, two and a half hours, do you want to change anything? No. 
You went to Starbucks? Did you drink coffee? I have to be at home by dinner, though. I'll have you home by dinner. Yeah, sure. My my mom was like... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, let's send it to you, then. This is good. So, um, so like, how, I assume we're going to cut this part out, but, like... Oh, I'm not. I'm just going to be asking about, like, your podcast logistics. Go for it. So, like, how long does it take to be uploaded? Like, how, how long does it take to compile the audio? Is it is it still going? Yeah, it's still going. Can I see? Yeah, you, you see? Yeah, see? Those are the sound waves. Oh, you use Audacity. Yeah, use Audacity. Nice. Yeah. Um, and where do you have it available? It's on Apple Podcasts. Okay. It's on Google Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. And Amazon Podcasts. But I haven't really checked to see if it's actually on there or not. Do I have to pay? No. Apple Podcasts is free. Google Podcasts is free. It's all, I'm pretty, it's, I'm pretty sure it's all free. I mean, if I, I'll pay to support you. I mean, no, no, I'm no, not no, saying no, it's all free. Yeah, it's all free. Okay. Yeah. Um, it usually, it, it takes me like, uh, so it takes me probably like 15 to 30 minutes to upload it. Okay. But it won't pop up on like the different platforms um, until like an hour or two after. Oh, okay. I was thinking like a day or something. No, like because I can manually tell the platforms to like refresh. Usually the platforms like refresh by itself like every like 24 hours. So if it does like miss the refresh cycle or whatever, like say the platform refreshes every day at like 6 p.m. and yeah. I like upload at like 6.30 p.m. It's not gonna upload to like the next day at 6 p.m., right? But I can like tell it to manually refresh um, so it takes probably like two hours to like for you to actually like for it to pop up on your phone and see it on your phone. Okay. Yeah. So it'll definitely be up by tomorrow morning. I'll definitely be listening to it. <laughs> really? Do you know what? You wanna know a crazy thing? I have never listened to one of my podcasts before. I don't even know what I'm uploading is actually being uploaded. The only well like Well okay, go ahead. The only reason why I know like it is that actually being uploaded correctly is because Conrad like listens to some of them and he tells me, "Oh, this was like an interesting one. I enjoyed it." Like so, I know like okay, so I uploaded it correctly, so it obviously worked because he listened to it. <laughs> but I have never listened to one of my episodes before. Okay, no, that's all right. That's I don't want to. You don't want to. I mean, I, I don't would. feel a need to. That's good. I guess. You gonna listen to it? I mean, I'm I'm just proud of my work. Today, so <laughs> I'm proud of my abilities to hold a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About that. Just kidding. That's interesting, though. I wonder if people like that have had in the past like go back and listen to their episodes. Hmm. I definitely don't. Because I feel like I wouldn't gain anything. Well, this is going to be a mega long podcast for anyone <laughs> anyone wants to listen. I think, no, I think the last one I did was two and a half hours, I want to say. Maybe it was two hours. Wow. Yeah, I think it was two hours. It was really good. It was good. You should listen to it. It was with Adam and Mrs. Oh. Clark. Oh. It was a good one, man. It made her think a lot. It was surprising. So we were talking, I'll let you listen to it. But anyway, she like actually changed some of her teaching methods just from like because we talked to her over the podcast about like what we think the best teaching methods are 
So she actually changed her curriculum a little. Oh, wow. Just from our conversations. And it was interesting. It was cool. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to do that. Um, thank you again. I've said it like 10 times already. Because I keep trying to end it and you keep talking. You need to stop. You need to stop. I'm going to end it. Thank you for coming. I really enjoyed you. We should do this again sometime soon. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I'll see you guys later. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to do another podcast next weekend. Um, I have a potential person, um, so hopefully that works out. So we'll see what happens with that. Until then, be nice, be accepting, and talk to people because people need to be talked to. There are lonely people out there. Shoot them a text. Shoot that person a text. I'm sure they'll thank you for it.